ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Dave Hager. Sir D.D. returns the Yankees shortstop back in the lineup and on first base less than a week after tearing cartilage in his wrist at Fenway. Yankees, Red Sox scoreless in the second. Yanks lead open by two for home field in the AL wildcard game. The A's at the LA Angels later. The Cubs' magic number for the NL Central is two after an 8-4 win over St. Louis at Wrigley. 14th win for Kyle Hendricks. Brewers host the Tigers tonight. Milwaukee or the Cubs will host the NL wildcard game Tuesday on ESPN. The Rockies are in the playoffs if they win tonight. They've got the Nationals in Denver, the Dodgers in San Francisco. LSU basketball player Wade Sims is dead at 20, shot to death outside a Subway restaurant in Baton Rouge, his hometown. Tigers coach Will Wade. Everybody liked him. You know, anybody he came in contact with, he automatically just just loved him and loved his personality. Uh, he was just a, a blast uh, to be around. No suspect has been named. Police are looking for a man seen on video during a fight outside the restaurant. There's college football tonight. UCLA at Colorado. Chip Kelly's Bruins 0-3. The Buffs are 3-0. NFL surgery on the ankle of Rams. D-back Aqib Tlaib is not season-ending. He could return late in the season. A mainstay of the Eagles' Buddy Ryan defenses has died. Former safety Wes Hopkins was just 57. No cause of death announced. Coming up on Monday, a quarter of the way through the NFL season has already come and gone, and after the dust settles on Sunday, will we see anyone who can stop the Rams? And will the AFC East have a new champ this year, plus the latest from France and the Ryder Cup? Monday, Golik and Wingo, 6 Eastern, ESPN Radio, ESPN2. Spade Fitz on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Jason Fitz flying solo tonight. Coming up in 15 minutes, the one game you'll be watching this weekend, college or, or pro, we'll take your calls. Uh, your thoughts are always welcome also on the 1-800-Flowers.com Twitter feed. Doug Kazarian going to join us in studio, giving us the straight talk. Best phones, best networks, no contracts. Follow him on Twitter at Doug ESPN. Check out Behind the Bets with Doug Kazarian podcast with new episodes twice a week. You can listen on the ESPN app or Apple podcast. Uh, Doug, how's it going, my friend? It's going well. It's been a uh, busy week. I guess that's what happens here at ESPN when all these sports intersect, right? We got NBA preseason starting, NHL as well. And then obviously college and pro football with the baseball playoffs just around the corner. And my brain was sort of exploding for you as I realized that going into NBA preseason because we're so caught up on football, specifically for so many guys, the NFL, that are uh, listening all the time and watching all the time. We've got all eyes on the NFL, but the reality of it is between college football, the NFL, and then now you're going to add a bunch of NBA and like you're never going to sleep. No, no. it's It literally is our busiest time of year when you factor in everything going on, but as they say in the uh, Vegas world, every ticket cash is the same. So you got to keep your eyes on all the numbers because literally a Mac football game cashes the same as the Super Bowls and let alone the preseason betting. Well, that's why we bring you on three bets. Let's get to them. Dabbler or degenerate? Which one are you? Let's find out. So this is what we do every week. We start with something easy. We get to something. Being sports club. Out of the shotgun, Forsman going to go down that sideline again. Little wheel route, throws it up for McClanahan. It's picked off. 
Carney high at the two. That's Richter at the 15. Looking for some room. He's just going to slide down at the 16-yard line. Will Richter with the INT. Carney continues to roll after their season opening loss to Grand Island with four straight wins, but will face their toughest test since the opener tonight against Millard West. It's the Wildcats and Bearcats coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio's Rainy Bushcutter live from UNK's Foster Field right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Good evening, everyone, and welcome here to beautiful Foster Field. It feels like a football Friday. Fall has arrived. We're in midseason, and both Millard West and Kearney High open, obviously, to be in midseason form, and they'll need to do that tonight. The Bearcats come in 4-1 and one on the season. They'll be taking on Millard West, also 4-1, and one, but they are rated number four in the state. But really, there's a pretty good clump of teams in Class A that are kind of all in that mix. And certainly a win tonight by the Bearcats would vault them back into the top ten. I don't think there's any question about that. I'm Randy Bushcutter. Joining me tonight as my color guy, Monty Kratzenstein, former uh, Husker, former coach at Millard West. So you kind of know a lot about the, the process that Millard West will be having here, Monty, in terms of coming to Kearney. This is a place where the Bearcats are very, very tough to beat especially when they played a lot of those metro schools. Absolutely. Good to be here, Randy. And, and by the way, this is Foster Field magic. I always love being on a fall, crisp evening in Foster Field. But you're exactly right. You know, getting a 402 team out to the 308 is a big deal. Uh, Carney took their lumps early in, in the season opener, kind of shook their confidence a little bit. But all of a sudden, uh, played some teams that they could beat, have regained their confidence, and there's no better way to see how good you are than to see someone from Millard, the champion of Millard, who's already beat Millard North and Millard South, Millard West, coming out to Foster Field on a Friday night. Couldn't be more excited. And that it's a pretty good tradition. And I think Carney really likes those Millard schools coming out here because they're always a good matchup. Uh, it's always well played. It's always well coached. You know, um, the way these Carney is is they have a little chip on their shoulder when they play some of those good. Metro teams or those what I call the 402 teams because you know outstate teams sometimes don't get the respect they may deserve. You know I know what Millard West is thinking. You mentioned that that uh, I used to coach out Millard West. We came out here uh, probably about 20 years ago, and the whole mentality was we're going to have to load up in the bus, we're going to have to travel. That's an adventure because again Metro teams don't travel that much, and we'd better be ready because that team we're going to play has a chip on their shoulder is going to look to upset us. And that is going to be one of the things that your friend, Kirk Peterson, a guy that you coach with at Millard West, is going to be talking about here in just a few moments when we have the coaches' interviews. You're going to be, you're listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry or Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. We're going to step away for a moment. We'll talk with the two head coaches. We'll begin with Millard West head coach Kirk Peterson right after this timeout. 
South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on ESPN Radio, getting ready for a good Class A matchup tonight uh, as Millard West and Kearney High will battle. The one thing about it is it's not a, a district game. Millard West will get to take on Grand Island next week. And, Coach, this is interesting in our part of the state because it shows where Kearney and Grand Island measures up to the Metro. How does a Millard West team and their kids, when they're not playing a Metro team, uh, get ready for these two squads? Pretty simple because – they're really good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's there's no um, there's no looking past anybody at this time of the year. Um, you know, we we talked about it last week a little bit, just like Carney did. You know, we played a a little bit weaker opponent last week, so you could spend a little more time with who you were playing uh, the, the next week. So there's there's been total focus on Carney, and you know, I know a lot of people have been talking about Grand Island next week, but you, you can't look past what Brandon's teams are traditionally how they play and you just you just don't do that honestly you're asking for a, a backside whooping Kirk what is it I know this question comes up every time a metro team actually has to leave Omaha but what is it about making the trip west specifically to Kearney that uh, gives Kearney a little bit of a, an advantage or maybe a three-point as they say in college football advantage at home I, I we don't talk about that you know, when when we try to set our schedule, I always try to to get a travel game because you don't know how the how the playoff bracket's going to break out, and you're going to have to travel at some point in time out of the 402 area code. So, um, what I talk to our kids about is, hey, this is a time when you get to be just with the guys. You know, there's not there's not people around pulling at you, and you you just get to get in a bus with the guys and go play football. And uh, our kids are really looking looking forward to it. I enjoy coming to Kearney. I always have. Um, you know, we've been pretty fortunate through the years to, to have some good experiences. But it's it's going to be a tough football game. It's just, it's just fun for us to get on a bus and do something different. You know, you like to, I like to get out of Omaha, Millard West, traditionally, and all of our sports likes to get out of Omaha because we spend so much time here. So, you know, we're not looking at it as a negative. I'm I can't wait to get out there. Our kids are excited. So. Um, you know, if if people think that's something that Omaha teams don't like, that's fine. I'm, we don't really worry about it. So we just know it's going to be a hard-nosed football game. Kirk Peterson, Millard West Wildcat head football coach. Uh, for the folks that haven't seen you, we know you're a very run-oriented power team, but you've got a quarterback that can do some things. What would you say about uh, the performance of your team through the first five weeks? Well, we're taking baby steps. Um, we kind of changed some things that we did in the offseason. Um and we haven't been as sharp as what we normally have been in the in the earlier parts of the season. You know, we're just now starting to get our traction a little bit. So, 
Um, I like the progress that we're making. I like our trajectory. Um, we just have to keep working and, and, you know, take care of some little things that, that we've made some mistakes on early in the year. And if we do that, we think we're going to be pretty successful. We know Omaha Burke is the blemish, and we know how good they are. What were some of the things that they exploited that you have gotten better on the last three weeks? <laughs> I don't know if that was a blemish other than a butt kicking. <laughs> so, I mean, Burke's really good. You know, so I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that if we would have done this, this, and this, that we would have been, that we would have won that game because they thoroughly handled us, and um, I, it was pretty similar, really, to what Carney went through at Grand Island. You know, it, it, we identified a few things and we just worked at it, and and hopefully we get better at those things as the as the year goes on. But yeah, that a blemish. Uh, I don't know if I I would characterize it as that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Carney High uh, does with their personnel. You do with what you do with their personnel. What do you see from the Bearcats? Oh gosh, um, I. I I haven't talked to Brandon this week. Um, if it was a track meet, huh. we would be sending text, text messages back and forth to each other saying, this kid can't run or this kid can't run. Well, if I was going to send him a text, I would I would like number three and number 10 to find something else to do on Friday because <laughs> so, they are very, very good. And if, if they get out in the open field, they're gone. We don't have anyone that can match up with them, so I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke at our, at our kids or saying, hey, you're going to take this proper angle and you're going to catch them. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they're just really, really skilled. Um, you know, when when you talk to people, they talk about the, the quarterback. You know, he might be better than, than the kid they had last year. And that that's pretty high praise because he was the athlete of the year. And, that you know, so we've got to do a great job assignment-wise with – with what Brandon's doing with them on offense and, and keep them in the pen, because if they get out of the pen, it, it's it's six for them. Kirk, what about what you've done with the quarterbacks? Uh, Tristan obviously steps in as the starter, but Nate has seen a lot of playing time. Uh, is that a platoon? Is that a mop-up situation? Uh, what What's the similarities and differences between your two guys? Well, we ask them to do similar things. Um, you know, we we actually wanted to make a decision after our third grade, third game as as to who was going to be the guy, but then then when we played Millard South, Nate came in and gave us kind of a jump start there a little bit. So we said, you know what, if if we're going to make Tristan the guy, but if we're sputtering, we have no problem putting Nate in. Um, you know, we just have to. Seth does a good job. Our our OC Seth Thurman, you know, if he, if he feels that we need to have a little change up, we've got we can make that easy change. Um, Tristan's just kind of coming into his own. He's only played four football games in the last two years. Um, he broke his broken ankle um, really bad in a in a baseball just freak accident two years ago, and uh, is just now coming back from that really. So. Um, he just keeps learning and learning and learning, and you know he's just really heady. You know he's the he has a quarterback mentality. You know he doesn't get too rattled. Um, you know so he's he's doing a good job, and and we don't have any problem putting Nate in there either. So we we like having that. We like a quarterback run game. You know, dual threat type of kid. So to have two of those guys is is really good for us. Last minute here with Kirk Peterson, head football coach Millard West, getting ready to take on Carney High here at Foster Field. Bearcats have done a pretty good job taking care of the football, but uh, if Miller does get a little off uh, kilter here, Gabe Anderson's kind of been a ball hawk for you defensively. Well, sometimes interceptions are you know are deceiving stats. I mean, we can, and I think Gabe will probably admit that same thing. I mean, he, I think he's picked off one or two of those on hail mary type situations. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that <laughs> Gabe's a lockdown guy, but uh, you know, we we've, we've just got to do a good job somehow winning the turnover battle. And um, like I said, you know, 
the Masters kid can really run. You know, they've just Carney traditionally always has great team speed, always has, always will. For some reason, I don't know what it's, what's in the water out there, but you know, they they've got great team speed, and and we've got to do a good job of keeping them keeping them in front of us. A lot of these games uh, have come down to uh, the very end, where special teams might be uh, huge. Uh, what kind of range does your kicker Sam have? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we haven't. I mean, he he made one from I don't know, maybe thirty thirty five. You know, um, a week or so ago against Millard South. So, and he he really kicked the ball well. Um, probably the biggest thing, and um, that you have to deal with is when you play it at at UNK because mm-hmm. the goalposts are different. You know, and I I made that I said that to Brandon last year. You know, after the state finals, I said, you know, if if you make that field goal on a normal high school field, you probably win the, win the state championship last year. And he said, you know, I never even thought of that, you know, so, you know, sometimes, and, and through the years we've had kickers hit them and they'd be good on a, on a high school goalpost, but you're playing on a college field. And mm-hmm. so he's just got to be really accurate. And, um, you know, I wouldn't hesitate putting him out there for, from 45 to 50, but um, we'll, we'll see what the, what the situation dictates. And, you know, I have no problem putting Sam in there. He's, he's having a good year. Coach, uh, appreciate the chat here on the pregame. Uh, best of luck the rest of the season. All right, guys. We look forward to it. That is Millard West head football coach Kirk Peterson joining us here on ESPN. We'll talk with the Carney Bearcats' Brandon Cool right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on ESPN Radio. Big game for the Carney Bearcats, and I guess the next three weeks are really going to be a, a big factor to determine what the playoff picture looks like, what the district playoff looks like. But that's why we play the games, and that's why they're fun. And Coach uh, Brandon Cool joins us here on the pregame show. Coach, uh, we knew last week probably you weren't going to be tested all that much. The kids went out and got done what they needed to do so that everybody could play. What a fantastic uh, opportunity to get back to Foster Field and uh, have everything on all cylinders. Even our young kids came in and did extremely well from um, being able to tackle to taking care of the football and obviously scoring a few points there at the end of the game. So um, from uh, top to bottom there, we really like where we're at um, going into uh, the Northwest game. Coach, I want to go back to a question when we covered you a couple of weeks ago down at Papio South uh, as far as the second half and how maybe some of the second and third teamers have done for you. You got off to such good starts in all the games since Grand Island. How do you think that has progressed the last couple of weeks? Well, that's what we had to do. Uh, I think the key part for us to survive is uh, uh, getting an opportunity to uh, get better week in and week out. I just like kind of where we're at. Uh, we're really growing as a group. We're starting to get some cohesiveness in what uh, what we're trying to get done. And uh, so for us to survive, we're going to have to do the little things 
uh, extremely well as uh, we compete here the next three weeks. Can you give me a couple things or maybe one thing that uh, has improved with this football team the last couple of weeks? Well, as you analyze it, uh, we're starting to get a little bit better up front on both sides of the football. You uh, dictate um, uh, stopping the run on defense. I think our defensive line has done a good job of really squeezing some things, so we're able to scrape some inside linebackers. And then offensively, I thought we'd been able to run in between the tackles the last couple weeks. Not get a lot of yards, but we'll get positive yards, three or four yards a a, a pop. And uh, we're going to have to do that in order to kind of keep people honest uh, as we attack those guys up in the middle, whether it's the quarterback run or fullback dive or just eye back working downhill. I think those two aspects are going to be key as uh, we kind of continue on in district play. Carney Bearcat football coach Brandon Cool with us here on the pregame. Uh, agree, disagree, Millard West, the way they run their offense is the most similar to Grand Island than opposed to the four teams that you have beaten? You know what? Um, you know, they're, they're, they're going to give you a ton of different looks here. I think, uh, you know, where you talk about Grand Island, their ground is going to give you about uh, three or four different formations, but they're going to move their H receiver or their, or their fullback guys around where, Miller West is going to come out and go, uh, you know, four wides one time and then come back and run double tied in the next time and then the next play come out and run uh, uh, double deuces. And so uh, you're going to have to get lined up and get lined up uh, up properly. Uh, they have a little bit more of a inside downhill zone out of the pistol and uh, where those guys are going to try to get the hat on hat. They're going to kind of influence our defensive tackles a little bit. And the quarterback does a great job of reading it. And so their offense is a little bit different than, than what we've seen here the last uh, few weeks. Would you say that it doesn't really matter, the formation? I, I was under the impression, and they are a very good offense, that they really relied heavily on the run. But they've got some kids that can catch the ball, and they've got a really good quarterback here in the Gomes kid. Yes, you're exactly right. Their, their skill positions are good year in and year out. Uh, they got a couple guys on the perimeter there that can flat fly, and so that's a big concern. They get behind the secondary and, and uh, watch out. They can get to that end zone in a hurry. But uh, Millard West is going to try to establish the run. Uh, they got a great philosophy in what they're doing, and they're going to establish the run with the quarterback. They're going to ball fake it to the running back, but impound up inside the fourth and let the quarterback work the perimeter. Uh, our, our concern is if they're trying to throw the ball deep, uh, you're going to have to get some pressure off the edge here. Uh, in order to get the quarterback to throw the ball a little bit earlier than he wanted. Coach Peterson kind of chuckled when I asked him what they learned from from their loss. We've already discussed what you guys uh, learned from game one. He just said they got rolled over. It wasn't necessarily anything that they, they needed to learn. But you look at the games that they've played against some of these Metro teams, yeah, they can score, but they give up points. You have been shutting everybody down defensively since Grand Island. Uh, do you see this? Do you want this game 17-14, 21-14 instead of a 34-27 type of game? Yeah, you're exactly right. We're, we're going to have to control the tempo of it. And uh, whether we control the tempo with ball security or moving the chains at a consistent basis, not that we don't want to get a big hitter and then try to score a touchdown right away. Um, but I think the team that can be consistent that take care of the football and move the changes is going to have an opportunity to win the football game. And then uh, defensively, yeah, something, something's, something's going to break. Uh, they, they played a very difficult schedule. Those teams uh, uh, that you talked about here, uh, you know, you got the Omaha Burks and the, and the Miller Souths of the world um, that, uh, that have played a good football and, and, uh, and obviously uh, in the top, top echelon of, of Class A. And Miller West has gone toe-to-toe with all these good teams. So, um, for us to survive, uh, we want to play our brand of football, and that's kind of meshing our offense and defense together. And uh, we might bend a little bit, but just can't break. And then we got to be a little bit more physical and hard-nosed on the offensive side of the line. 
Everybody wants to talk about Miko not having to carry the ball so much uh, in his first half of the season for you. It's not just him. How do you feel the health of your team is and, and maybe take that to the next step? How fresh your team is getting into these next three weeks where it's going to be really important? Well, I think we freshened up. Uh, we, were, we were exhausted after that Papio South game. It was 100 degrees uh, down in Papio, and uh, we put a lot of uh, effort, a lot of energy into that game. So last week really was a fresh, and, a fresh relief uh, for our football team. They didn't uh, play an awful lot. They played all of the second half. Uh, really energized this week in practice, especially on Monday. They were fresh and ready to go. Uh, the health of our football team, everybody's got nicks and bruises. you got a little owie here on all owie here, and maybe your shoulder hurts a little bit, but it's about toughening up here and then trying to make a run here at the end of the season. All right, Coach, uh, let's get this stretch off uh, to a good start. Best of luck tonight. Always appreciate your time. Thank you for your coverage. That's Brandon Cool, the head football coach of the Carney Bearcats, and we'll be back with the starting lineups from Foster Field on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this on ESPN Radio. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you winter is coming does your heater have enough heat in it let the experts at anderson brothers electric plumbing and heating make sure your heating system is ready don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days turn to the experts at anderson brothers electric plumbing and heating in Kearney at 308 236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. Time now for our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for Millard West, coming in with a record of 4-1. and one. At center will be Nate Ward, a 6'1", 250-pound senior. At right guard will be Noah Klein, Klein a junior, 6'2", 290 pounds. The left guard will be Andrew Wollenberg. Wollenberg is a 5'11", 215-pound senior. Left tackle will be Cole Alonado. Alonado, a senior, 6'4", 290 pounds. The other right guard will be Connor Carroll, and Connor Carroll is a uh, senior, 6'2", 225 pounds. Wide receivers, Caden Oderman. Oderman is junior, 6'3", 185 pounds. Also at wide receiver will be uh, Jacob Harmdeeks. Harmdeeks is a senior, 6'3", 210 pounds. Also at wide receiver, Dan Sullivan and Sullivan, a junior, 5'10", 170 pounds. Also at wide receiver will be Dallas Beanham. Beanham having a great year so far. He's a junior, 5'11", 165 pounds. And the running back here, 
for the uh, Wildcats will be Jackson Wright. Wright, a senior, 5'11", 200 pounds. And the starting quarterback tonight will be Tristan Gomez. Gomez is a junior, 6'4", 195 pounds. Now for the Kearney High offense, it'll start at center with Josh Warner. Warner is uh, a 6'1", 269-pound junior. At left guard will be Josh Geralt. Geralt's 5'10", 214 pounds, and a senior. Left tackle will be Tristan Brueggemann. Brueggemann on the uh, is a 6'4", 255-pound senior. At right guard will be Charlie Poland. Poland, 5'8", 186 pounds, and a senior. At right tackle will be Carson Werda. Werda, 6'1", 270 pounds, and a senior. The uh, tight end, Seth Stroh, they'll split him out, actually. The wide receiver, he is uh, 6'3", 201 pounds, and just a junior. They call him the X. And at the Y position will be Jacob Larson. Larson, 6'1", 174 pounds, and a senior. Uh, Braden Rich will also be one of those targets outside. He's a wide receiver, 6'2", 180 pounds, and a junior. The H-back will be Kale Masters. He's 5'9", 145 pounds, and a senior. The I-back, of course, the speedy Nico Maisner. Maisner is 6'1", 178 pounds, and a junior. And Braden Miller. Having a great year at quarterback, he is six foot, 201 pounds, and a senior here for uh, head coach Brandon Cool. Assistant coaches Brad Archer, Steve Cherry, uh, Bart Cron, Brian Haas, Wade Howes-Dorson, Chad Kerr, Pete Crop, Daniel Martin, Kyle Peters, Beckham Reed, and Darren Van Winkle, a cast of thousands, and one of the best coaching staffs actually in the state here tonight. Uh, and uh, again, Randy Bushcutter, along with uh, Monty Kratzenstein, our starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank here in Kearney. We're getting pretty close to kickoff. And Monty, what do you see as the keys to the game? Well, I, I broke it down into basically three things. First of all, I want to see who the most physical team is. You know, Kearney always prides itself on being physical, kind of took a beating in the season opener, as we talked about. But uh, but uh, they always want to be the more physical team. Millard West has always been a tough team pride themselves on their physical defense the second thing is chunk plays who's going to get the more explosive plays and the big plays both offenses rely on those and the third thing is as always turnovers and penalties Carney, when they're playing well they limit their turnovers they limit their penalties millard west very very same way and in the pregame both coaches talked about winning that uh, turnover battle your uh, pregame show brought to you by hogemeyer hybrids contact terry and jason stark your hogemeyer hybrid seed dealer near you we're about 25 seconds away from kicking this one off millard west will be uh, doing the kicking here and teeing up the football is going to be sam fetty fetty six to 180 pounds as the kicker here for millard west and uh money you talked about the keys to the game one of the things that hurt carney high a lot in their game against grand island was really a poor start and i think a, a key start tonight a big start tonight will go a long way here really for either squad well, one of the things that can give them a big start is if Miller West happens to make a mistake and kick Miko Maisner the ball here deep because that's a kid that can that can gather some momentum and get some speed and score in a hurry. So uh, special teams, always very important as far as field position is concerned. We'll see how this opening drive goes. And they're, they're happy with Fetty's leg. I have a feeling he's going to do his very level best without much wind at his back to be able to try to punch this into the end zone. Then you don't have to worry about a return. This looks like it is going to be returnable. And it's going to be picked up on the right side. A little bit of a seam going right up the middle and closed very quickly. And we got a flag that's thrown down. I think part of this is going to be coming back, if not more. The kick was returned here by Jaden Engen. And I think we got a hold. Looked like that uh, the, the guys in the first level here didn't do a very good job of establishing, keeping their hands inside. 
We have an illegal use of the hands. It's going to start Carney in the, deep in their own territory. And just, just the kind of thing that we talked about as far as field position, as far as mistakes, not a great way to start the ball game. But on the other hand, you know, that doesn't change your script. You see, stick with the same script that you have. Uh, Carney's not going to change what they do just based on one penalty. Well, as you as you say, you know, you get chunk plays. Well, this op- opens the door for a bigger chunk. They will in they will put the ball inside the ten yard line here, where it will be first and ten for the Bearcats. So big start here for the Cats if they can get it would be very helpful. And Braden Miller obviously gets a, a lot of attention, uh, Coach. Peterson said in our pregame interview, he thinks he's actually maybe a better quarterback than Coster was a year ago. And, of course, Mazner with all that speed in the backfield as well. They'll bring a man across in formation, and the quarterback's going to keep it. Going off to his right here is going to be Miller. And Miller just off that right side, kind of running right between guard and tackle, and uh, ends up having a nice little four-yard gain. Brandon Cool likes to run motion and dictate what the defense does. They ran against the motion that time, speed option to the right side. Uh, Braden Miller stuck his foot in the ground and turned it up for a four-yard gain, second and six from the 13th. Now, Miller, obviously, a a pretty good throwing quarterback as well. He's thrown for uh, 246 yards on the uh, year, but again, the bread and butter is running the football. He's going to throw a quick pass here to that right side, though, and making the catch. Just creating a little space there is Seth Stroh, and Stroh is going to be awfully close to a first down here as he gains right at six. In fact, they are going to move the sticks, and it'll be first and ten here for the Bearcats. Just a simple little pitch and catch. Sefka found the, the yards marker, posted up like he likes to do in basketball, turned around. He's a big old target, and obviously Braden's favorite target. And you have to respect him being able to have enough speed. They were playing off of him enough that he was just able to Literally a button hook route, just a very simple elementary play, but taking what the defense gives him. Miller calls out the signal here. He's going to hand the ball off right up the middle, and that's going to be Maisner. Maisner will uh, get to the line of scrimmage and start dragging Zach Merkley and a few others forward here, and that's going to be a gain of about five. A little inside counter there, inside handoff, ran a counter action, and that's Maisner in the hole. And I'll tell you what, if Carney High is second and four the whole night, they will take it. You know, they're not one of those teams that wants to get behind the sticks. Uh, early on that's a nice gain inside the tackles for six yards so it is as you said second and four first drive of the game bearcats already have one first down well poised for their second they run out of that pistol and they'll hand the ball off uh, here to mazner and mazner just going right up the middle that hole closed a little bit quicker than the previous one and that's going to be a gain only of about a yard once not a, even that once again a little inside handoff pulling the right tackle there on an inside almost kind of a trap sort of look first big third down play of the ball game, got a third down and three here, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we had a little quarterback run game here. Well, when you had second and four, you're hoping for maybe a little bit easier one to convert here, but certainly third and three is manageable here for the Bearcats. One wide out right, there's three to the left. Man comes across the moment of in motion on that left side. They're going to throw it in underneath to Kale Masters, and Masters is going to have it, and I think the ball came loose. There's a fight for the football. And the folks from Millard West think that they've got it. No indication from the officials. And now they do get the recognition. It will be first and ten here for Millard West. Coming up with the football here is Dane Christensen. First big break of the ball game. Carney High motioned into this this bunch set over on the left-hand side and threw a little, little screen over there. Had blockers in front of him. But Kale had to duck up inside. Probably wasn't going to get the first down anyway. But a big hit. Knocked the ball loose. And now all of a sudden Millard West has on their first drive Short yardage looks like on there on the 28-yard line. Yeah, high. they're inside the 30 to start the drive, and Gomez 
will be in at quarterback in those all-white jerseys, the green numbers here for Millard West. And he'll run that option. He's going to look to throw here. The right hander will get it, and there's a man wide open, caught at the five-yard line, and in for the touchdown is going to be Caden Oderman. Oderman with a 28-yard score on the very first play from scrimmage for Millard West. I'll tell you what, that was interesting. He rolled to the left. Gomez can throw the ball. One of the inside receiver ran a little horn route, and then the the uh, outside receiver ran a little skinny post. They ended up about three yards from each other, both guys wide open. looked like the corner bit. It was just a rollout sort of a pass. looks like a defensive bust. And with the kick being good, right down the middle, 7 nothing Wildcats right now. Tough yeah. start for the Bearcats. It certainly is. A five-points bank touchdown here for the uh, Millard West Wildcats, and they have put points on the board here. They lead it 7 to nothing with 9.35 to go in the first quarter. We'll return to Foster Field right after this timeout. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana and Wood River. Well, not the start that the Bearcats were looking for here. They turn it over on their first series, and then one play later, Millard West throws the 28-yard touchdown, and just like that, 7-0 Wildcats as they'll be kicking off for the second time. We call that sudden change. When there's there has to be a quick turnover like that, always look for the deep ball. That's what happened. Second kickoff of the ball game. Here we go. A bit more of a line drive, and it's going to be picked up on that right side. Reversing here, trying to find somewhere to go is going to be Engen. And Engen, just maybe a little bit too much east-west there as that uh, hole closed pretty quickly. Millard West did a nice job of staying in their lanes. He, he reversed the field. Sometimes you'll see that outside containment suck in there. They filled the lanes, had everything covered. So for the second drive of the ball game, Carney starts off the 28-yard line. So first and 10 here. Beautiful night for football. We mentioned it earlier. It's about uh, 47 degrees, which feels like perfect football weather and a very light uh, wind. The flag pretty limp here. And obviously the field is in great shape here, being a turf field here at uh, Foster Field. Our field conditions brought to you by Impact Ag Partners. First and 10 here for the Cats from the 28-yard line. They're going to run the option, pitch out to Maisner. Maisner has it across the 30. Maybe they grabbed at that face mask. Nope, they're going to say he just had a hand on it, and he's going to end up getting out to about the 35-yard line, where now will be second 10. Again, our field conditions brought to you by Impact Ag Partners. Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Impact Ag Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service, delivering success. And that wasn't a bad uh, start to the drive here. Gain of about six and a half. Another speed option. Pitched it pretty quickly, and Mazner got to the outside. Eye formation. Hand off to Mazner on that right side. That time there wasn't much of a hole at all. He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage and no more. Old-fashioned ISO play there, play, running in behind the fullback, and I, uh, Millard West best defenders are uh, on the defensive line. A big old number 66, Cole and Aniello, 290 pounds of uh, a lot of white jersey right there. Just swallowed Mazner up. And again, that's not a surprise. It seems Millard West always has a good, strong. That's what makes them such a physical team. They always have a good, strong offensive and defensive line. Third and four. Miller with the throw, and it's going to be swatted down. Putting up a big paw there is number 95, Dane Christensen. Christensen. 
He's the guy that came up with the fumble, and he ends this drive as well. Once again, they're looking for just a little hitch route out there, left-hand side, the defensive end, who is basically unblocked, got his hands up and uh, batted down. The receiver was open, but uh, big, old, big old defensive lineman, Carney High, will punt for the first time tonight. So the Cats in uh, punt formation, awaiting the football here is going to be Miller. And at about the 28-yard line will be Miller West waiting for the punt. Good snap to Miller. High punt. And it's going to be fair caught at about the uh, 38-yard line. Collecting underneath it there is going to be Garrett Kennedy. And Kennedy, with a nice little catch, made a good decision there because he wasn't going to get anything. And uh, his mother's very happy that he didn't open himself up for a uh, full-fledged hit there. You know, I'm really kind of curious because Miller West had such good field position to start with. I don't know if that was their scripted first play call when they ran that little out and up there or because that sudden change situation. Now we have a little bit more traditional first drive situation. They're in their one back with Gomez in their shotgun. You'll see a lot of that tonight. So he is in that pistol or shotgun. The running back is behind him and he's going to be looking to throw it underneath and it's going to be complete on that left side. Putting his head down after making the catch and getting enough for the first down here is going to be Dallas Beanham. Beanham, 5'11", 165 pounds. He is the leading receiver this year for the uh, Wildcats, as that is now his 21st catch on the season and now has right at 300 yards. Beanham's really fast, and Cale Masters out there gave him about an eight-yard cushion. So, again, another little pitching catch. By the time Masters made the tackle, uh, he's already got the first down, first and 10 for Wildcats. And we'll see the backup quarterback, Nate Glanz, you were telling me, uh, in at wide receiver throughout the course of the night as well. That's a new wrinkle here for West. Quarterback Gomez is going to keep it, and Maisner, very quick in that backfield, is going to throw him for a one-yard loss. He was back there before I think the snap got there. Yeah, that was a, he was unblocked, and if you're not going to block Miko Maisner, you better have some action to hold him because he came across there very quick. Millard West always likes the quarterback run game. Gomez does a pretty good job. He's a long strider, but uh, didn't have much time to get started there. Good defensive play for the Bearcats, second and 11. Ball short, West. Yeah, ball short of midfield. They've got to get all the way across midfield down to the 41-yard line. So this is a little bit more than 10 yards here. They're going to put three wide receivers to the left. They have a tight end on their right side as well. And uh, Coach Peterson not happy with how things were looking there. So we're going to have a timeout being taken here by Millard West. Your timeout is brought to you, as always, by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Second and 11 from near midfield for Millard West. They lead it 7-0 in their first second possession of the game, and we're back right after this. For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. We thank you for your trust and wish everyone a safe and bountiful harvest season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. We get up early to dice, simmer, fry, and mix. Nachos made from scratch with jalapenos, cilantro, and our homemade ranch dressing. Chicken ranch nachos in three flavors made fresh for our friends at Amigos. All right, let's go. Amigos Boneless Wings presents their starting snack backs. Number 16, garlic parmesan. Number 22, buffalo. Number 5, mango habanero. And number 81, sweet barbecue. And it's wings for the win at Amigos King's Classic. 
Quick handoff to Jackson right, right up the middle, and just nowhere to go in on a little inside zone play there. No gain, and it's now third and 11 for the Kearney High defense. We'll go trips out to the right here. Uh, look for uh, Gomez to roll to your right, follow his back. Well, his touchdown pass was rolling to the offside there on the left, but he is going to roll to the right, and he's looking to throw it in underneath. A little bit of pressure coming. Late break there, and he threw it a little bit too high. He had a man there, Dallas Beanham again, who just kind of sat down and found an open area, and a good job by Gomez rolling out there, but maybe as pressure was coming, got a little excited, and he threw it a little high. Well, Carney High did a really nice job of covering the initial routes, and he didn't get much pressure on him. He had time for that receiver to kind of peel back off the inside, but he threw it high and missed him. So now Wildcats going to punt from their own 49-yard line. And back deep here for the Bearcats will be Trey Rodriguez. Good snap. Not much pressure on it, and Rodriguez will let this one hit the turf. That one was kicked away from him. Not much of a roll there at all, and Gabe Anderson's going to down it here for Millard West, and the Bearcats will have it first and 10 from the 20-yard line. And Cardi needs to get something, and they're only down 7 nothing. but it was a great early start here for Millard West. Kind of want to get the crowd back into the action here a little bit by having some offensive success. Well, interestingly, they've played, they've, they've had nine plays, but both times on third down three, third down four, they've thrown the ball, which tells you that, that they might think that they might have trouble running the ball in those uh, third and short situations. So we'll see if that changes any at, at all on this third drive of the game. 6.45 to go here, quarter number one. So we're near the midway point. Miller... In that pistol formation, he's going to keep it after the fake handoff. He'll go to that left side. A little opening there, but he's going to be stood up by Trey Wilbeck after a gain of about three or four yards. We'll see where they uh, unstack everything here. And um, that one looked like it was going to open up, and then it closed pretty quickly by Wilbeck. And, boy, that was I thought there was more penetration than that. It's only a gain of about a yard. Yeah, those linebackers did a nice job of filling the hole pretty quick. You said it. There was a nice initial hole there, and, and it closed fairly quickly. Uh, just a basic quarterback heat play that uh, Braden Miller, if he gets a little bit of room, can break. Well, they'll empty the backfield. He's the only one back there, and he's looking to throw the football. Pressure coming, throws it late, and it's going to be intercepted. Intercepted by Beanham. Beanham with the catch will come back up the middle, picks up a block. He'll go now to the outside, and he'll take it inside the 25-yard line down to about the 23. Beanham, wide receiver, broke on the football, made a play, and that's probably not a great decision there by Braden Miller. Well, Sestro was covered by the best defensive back that Millard has, being out there, a little one-on-one matchup, but the ball just didn't get to him. And uh, easy pickings, and when you got a good receiver like Beanham, he's going to uh, end defensive back, he's going to catch that. Now, with the short field, good return, short field once again for Millard West. They're on, they're on the Bearcat 22-yard line, first and 10. And Christensen was up there putting pressure on the quarterback. That's why Miller had to kind of rush his decision a little bit. So after the second turnover, great field position here for Gomez and the Wildcats. He's in the uh, pistol, and he'll throw it. Going to be caught and immediately put to the turf here. Is uh, 16 with the pass, and I think the ball was caught there by uh, Caden All, wasn't it? Yep, you can see Tristan Gomes really has a nice arm. Big 6'4 kid. Took one step back and had a double hitch over there on the left-hand side. This time picked his inside receiver instead of his outside receiver. Again, nice little pitch and catch, second down five. Ball at the 17-yard line. They're going to put two wide outs to the right, which is the wide side of the field, two to the left. And uh, behind the quarterback here is going to be right. We'll see whether or not they hand the ball to him. They do give it to him right up the middle. 
And again, Carney was ready for that, but it's going to be a gain of one, and the ball looks like it got loose. Carney High says they've got it, and the official says, yes, you do. I didn't see the ball come loose there. I just saw a whole bunch jumping around. It was an inside zone play out of a two-by-two receiver set, and the the ball carrier came running in the pile, and all of a sudden uh, we had a whole bunch of jumping around. Yeah, he didn't have the ball anymore. So a quick little handoff, and again, a little bit of difficulty handling the football is Jackson Wright, so he'll turn it over. So that will wash out that turnover a little bit ago. Again, the difference in the game right now is one time Millard West was able to cash in on the turnover. This time they're not able to. That's a big defensive play. If they go down 14-0 in that situation. uh, That changes the complexion of this game dramatically, yeah. A lot of things. Three receivers set here, one back. 5-11 to go. Miller looking to throw. Pressure coming. Throws it late, and it's going to be... Uh, overthrown here, and that ended up being uh, falling between three sets of jerseys, all belonging to teams from players from Millard West. Well, that was well covered there. Well, and I didn't like the fact that Braden threw that off his back foot. He was kind of had a little bit of pressure out of that out of that uh, four man rush, and he threw it off his back foot, and uh, there was nobody open. Uh, that 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 was pretty close to being an interception. That's kind of ball thrown late over the middle like that that can get you in trouble. Absolutely, and a little pump fake made it even that much later. So Miller. We'll be in the pistol formation. Put a man in motion across. He's going to just pitch it out to Maisner. Maisner, mm. not much lead blocking out there, but he just kind of outruns a, pe- a few people and is able to get nice yardage on the play. That's going to be a gain of about uh, six on the play. No set up now third and manageable, about third and four. Matt Deathlison, the defensive back from Millard West, just saw a little bit of uh, what Miko Maisner has from a quickness side. He had him... Dead to rights there with about a one-yard gain. Miko made a little little move on him, left him grasping for air. Gave uh, Carney a chance here on third down and four. Uh, once again, about the third time they've had third down, three and four. Miller is looking to throw. He'll scramble down to his left, and he'll lob it, and it's going to be intercepted again. This time it's beating him one more time. He'll go to that left side, picks up a block. He'll take it out on that the numbers out there, and he's going to get to the corner for the touchdown. Yeah, that was unfortunate. They, uh, Braden rolled to his left, um, threw late once again. Uh, poor throw. Um, just, just, just can't throw the ball there when, when uh, Beanham's sitting there waiting on him. Uh, they had kind of locked into his receiver, Sestro, a little bit. Beanham caught the ball, crossed all the way across the field. Uh, you know, him being a good runner that he is, uh, got to the corner of the end zone and, uh, Mistakes, turnovers, turnovers, uh, interceptions, mistakes. That's been the name of the game so far for the Bearcats. So a pick six by Beanham, and uh, where that beanbag looked like it was thrown, I think that was the 28-yard line, so we're going to give him credit for a 28-yard touchdown. The snap is down, kick is up, it is good, and another five-points-bank touchdown here for the Wildcats, and they lead it 14 to nothing with 4.17 to go here in the first quarter. We'll return to Foster Field. Bearcats down by two touchdowns when we come back right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. 
Well, 4.17 to go here, first quarter, and uh, Carney High is going to have to start bailing water here a little bit. They've got two turnovers, and they have uh, put a lot of water in the – three turnovers. They, got a, they put a lot of water in the boat because two of the three turnovers have turned into touchdowns. Absolutely. It's been a short field for Millard West the entire game. Three big turnovers already in this game, and uh, this is a crucial situation. You know, you're down two scores. It's not a huge, huge deal, but you go down three, it's a big deal. Big offensive series for Carney. So the kickoff is going to go into the end zone, and it'll be a touchback as Trey Rodriguez watches it sail over his shoulder, and that was a pretty good job of uh, kicking there by uh, Sam Fetty for Millard West because you punch the ball in the end zone. You don't have to worry about Miko Maisner getting loose and out in the open. We've talked a lot about how well Braden Miller has played this season. Coach Cool talked about it, and, and he has done a tremendous job this season thus far. He's had a terrible first quarter. He really has, and so... Uh, you know, you need your best players to play well. And I think he, you know, he, he can bounce, he can bounce back, but he's just got to kind of regather himself a little bit and uh, throw the ball where he's supposed to on time, because I think they are going to have to throw the ball against this Millard West offensive or defensive attack. He just needs to get a little confidence right now. He needs to get something rolling here. And we're going to have a, a stoppage as Carney High not happy with how things were lined up, so they're going to call a timeout. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 4.17 to go, first quarter. Bearcats have it first and 10 at the 20. They trail it 14 to nothing to Millard West, and we're back after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Well, broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're here at Foster Field on the road bringing you the play-by-play. And Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. And to kind of follow the theme there, Monty, we need to get Carney High jump-started with this offense. Yeah, they just need a little bit of uh, success here. Switch this field. They've been going uphill the whole time. Miller's going to run the option. He'll hand it off here to Maisner, And Maisner will just cut back to the inside. And again, it doesn't look like much. But by the time you move the chains over there, that's a gain of about three. It's a nice little outside zone play. Kind of ridden, rode him as he went by in motion. Uh, chose to hand the ball off. Got three yards, second seven for the Bearcats. And again, you'll, you'll take that. You want to stay on schedule, although they've had difficulty on third and three, which is really kind of where they want to be. And they haven't been able to convert the last two times. Maybe they can here. They bring a man across in motion. That'll be Masters. And they'll just pitch it out here to Maisner. Maisner on that left side can't outrun. The uh, linebacker on that far side, Nicholas Putler. Looks like third down and two yards to go here. Another crucial third down and short for the Bearcats. This is imperative they get this. They don't want to give back uh, the ball to Millard West with short field. Well, across town, uh, Class C2 number four Sutton is leading at Cardi Catholic right now by a score of eight to nothing. They're in the first quarter over on Power 99. Doug Duda with the call. On that one, and uh, in uh, Hastings, Adam Central is leading Holdridge by a count of 14 to nothing. Here, that's our score as well. The visiting team from Millard West has the advantage, and Carney High, again, second time on this series, having to call a timeout. 
And that'll be that'll be something that'll age Brandon Cool a little bit quicker than he needs to age. Well, the first time out occurred when they came out after the kickoff and they only had 10 guys in the field. So that was the first one. This one was a little different situation. They lined up in an I formation, two backs, and uh, saw what Millard West was doing, and they wanted to go ahead. It was kind of a check with me and audible. But by the time uh, Braden stepped back and looked at the defense and looked over to the sideline, that back judge was already counting the five-second count. And so, of course, they had to call timeout again to keep from getting a delay game penalty. So a couple of... You know, we talked about mistakes and how important playing clean football is when you're playing against a good team, and uh, they have not played clean this first quarter. Hopefully they can, you know, withstand the, the, the onslaught in the first quarter and gain a little momentum back. Our timeout, again, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. I will say this, we get to halftime. Kearney usually does a great job of making halftime adjustments. I would I would put the Kearney High coaching staff, when it comes to halftime adjustments, up there with any program any coaching staff in the state i i totally agree but this is next's nose right now unfortunately it's just been mistakes by the bearcat team they'll put the tight end now on the left side miller's going to run the option that way puts his head down and boy there's a lot of white jerseys there the one that eventually wraps him up here is going to be uh braden cundiff but if he wasn't there there was about three more jerseys right behind him well unfortunately he probably should have pitched the ball there they run an option to the left hand side miko was uh was out there probably should have pitched the ball give miko a chance to the outside unfortunately he stuck his foot in the ground went up inside didn't get it. it's fourth down one now miller's back to punt with millard west stand on about the 35 yard line they're going to get good field position again and again in that uh, waiting the punt here is going to be garrett kennedy that's 17 back there so miller his second punt of the night, and we've got a flag down. And the back judge throws the flag, the side judge. I think everybody that's got a flag has thrown it. And that'll be five yards here on Carney High as they had a little bit of movement up front that was pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. And again, just kind of shooting themselves in the foot a little bit. I think they might be anxious to get this first quarter yeah. over with. This has been a nightmare. It absolutely. That's the word that came to my mind. And the Wildcats right now will move up five yards, so near midfield waiting the punt is going to be Kennedy. Miller is going to be standing at inside his 10-yard line. He'll put his foot into it at about the 13, and it's a relatively short kick, and it will take a little bit of a Millard West bounce. That one had the potential of having something pleasant happen because it landed around some players from Millard West. It was that close to being a, a, a touch there because the punt was so short that some of the blockers didn't know where the ball was. Millard West starting his fourth offensive drive of this this game. They've been at the Bearcat 28, the Bearcat 40, the Bearcat 22, and the Bearcat 45. And a pick six. Throw that in there as well. So when you say a nightmare start here for the Cats, that certainly is the case. Gomez out of the pistol formation. Running back behind him is Wright. Wright's going to be kind of a lead blocker there. Is he scrambling to his right? Now he's going to tuck it and go. He was looking to throw. That was maybe even a design run pass option there. And he'll get inside the 40-yard line. So that'll be a gain of about six. Ran those double formation over there to the right. And just basically you saw that from the very first play of the game. Just rolled to those two receivers. Well covered by the Carney defensive backs. But uh, kind of got the corner a little bit there. And had had uh, long strider. Had five yards to gain. And now it's second and five for the Wildcats. The ball spotted at the 40-yard line. They initially moved the stick to the 39, but they move it back to the 40 here. Gomez, again, will have right behind him. One wide out to the short side of the field, which is the right. Trips to the left. Quick hand off to right. Right trying to slip off tackle and having none of it. Slipping off his uh, block there and making the tackle is going to be Jeremiah Hageman. Yeah, that was a nice one-on-one tackle by Hageman out there. Braden Wright 
who's actually the one back in the Millard West attack, is more of a fullback than an eyeback, the way he's built anyway. Now they're going to have the first big third down situation for Millard West, third and four from Bearcat. Looks like they're about, what, the 38-yard line? Yeah, about 38, inside the 39 anyway. We'll call it the 38. Long count here by the quarterback. Gomez will hand the ball off. No, he fakes the handoff, follows his uh, running back right through the hole, will spin through there, bring it inside the 35-yard line, and that's going to be more than enough for the first down. That'll be a gain of about five on the play. Pretty simple play there. Quarterback followed, stuck the ball in the belly of right, and uh, pulled it back out and just followed right as the lead blocker. And, uh, you know, Gomez is a pretty big kid, as we've talked about, about 6'3", 6'4", sort of thing, and uh, got got first down easily. Offensive coordinator Seth Terman, who's used to eye formation and uh, that eye option game. And Terman, by the way, <laughs> a rich football name in the state of Nebraska, uh, adjusting to a one-back offense. Gomez will pump fake, and he'll release it. I think he was hit as he threw it. It's underthrown, and it's still going to be caught by the Millard West receiver at about the 20-yard line. Great adjustment to the ball there by Dallas Beanham. Basically just a, you know, had a good pass rush by Carney and Gomez. Got hit right as he threw it, so a one-on-one situation out there. Uh, who was in coverage out there? Was it Trey Rodriguez? Yeah, I think it was. Gain of gain of 14 on the play, and that ball, perfect spiral, but didn't have a whole lot on it. Just a basically jump ball, and uh, unfortunately, being it looked like a little bit better, uh, timing on the pass brought it down. So now it's first and 10 from the 20-yard line of Carney. He was able to break on it before Rodriguez was able to. So now they'll roll out to the left. Quarterback's going to keep it, puts his foot down, cuts across the gain, has it at the 10, at the 5, and he gets the pylon for the touchdown. That'll be a 20-yard run here for Tristan Gomez, and now it's a 20-0 lead for Millard West. Once again, the athleticism of, a, uh, of the quarterback there went back to pass. The uh, C kind of parted there in the middle, and uh, he took off down the middle and then uh, stuck to the right and uh, beat everybody to the end zone there. Uh, nice run by the quarterback. And here comes the extra point after the five points bank touchdown by Gomez. The extra point is good, and Millard West has a 21 nothing lead. We're still in the first quarter. Bearcats yet to score. They trail it. With 24 seconds to go in quarter number one by three touchdowns. And we're back with the kickoff right after this. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday. And he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308-234-3500. I'll get you caught up on a few other scores in uh, Class B. Number four, York at home is leading Hastings 7 to nothing. That game is on KHES Radio. Fifth-ranked Grand Island Northwest, they've had a tough schedule. They are uh, leading Beatrice 7 to nothing uh, in quarter number one. Here, 21 to nothing. Long kick here for uh, Millard West. Oh, and it is, I think he did. He, they came up with the ball there, and Trey Rodriguez inside the one-yard line. You want to field it. You want to get something going. But if it goes in the end zone, you get the ball at the 20-yard line. As it is, the nose of the football is just short of the first yard uh, the, of yard line number one. It was a nice, nicely placed kick, but that took a bounce, and it was, it was getting ready to go 
either out of bounds or into the end zone. And uh, Trey just made a mistake there. He picked up the ball, and then his momentum carried him out of bounds the one-yard line. And as if this first quarter couldn't get much worse for Carney High, they're starting uh, 99 yards from the end zone here on their, what is it, sixth offensive possession already in the first half. And again, we talked about field position favoring Millard West oh. because of three turnovers for Carney High. Millard West had one. But right now, the Wildcats have that 21 nothing lead. And the Bearcats, 99 yards away from the promised land. They're just going to hand the ball right up the middle. And really, just a short little gain, just to get a little operating space there for Carney High. That's exactly what it was, just a fullback dive. You don't see that much of the Carney offense. But uh, trying to give himself a little bit of room. And actually, a halfway decent pickup, about two yards, second down eight, inside the shadow of their goalpost. And that they will allow them to mercifully end the first quarter that has not gone real well here for Carney High. That may be the understatement of the day. <laughs> Millard West with a 21-0 lead. It'll be second and seven from the four for Carney High. As we start the second quarter, Bearcats need to find some magic. We'll see if they can find it between quarters, and we'll be back with that second quarter right after this. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzz's at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Down 21 nothing to start the second quarter. Bearcats need to find some offense, and their last few drives have not gone well. We'll get more from Monty about that here in just a moment. Miller's going to keep it himself, a design quarterback keeper, followed the uh, running back through the hole, and uh, he'll be down to the six-yard line, so it'll be a gain of about two and a half. It'll be third and five here for the Bearcats, and like we said, last few drives, Monty, haven't gone well for the Cats. Yeah, the last four drives have been a a three and out, been two plays interception, two plays interception, another three and out, and now all of a sudden they're staring at a third and five uh, inside their own 10-yard line, uh, crucial to get a first down here to get a little bit of momentum shifted the other direction. Ball at the six. Got to get it out to the 11. So Miller will call it out, and he'll throw it quickly to this left side, and it's going to be tipped and incomplete. That is uh, the second or third time that somebody's been able to stick up a big paw up there, knock down a Miller pass. This time it was Nicholas Putler from his linebacker position, and now Miller will change hats a little bit, turn from being quarterback to now punting the football and standing at his own 40-yard line and waiting the punt will be Garrett Kennedy for Millard West. Boy, you've said that a lot, standing in, standing in Bearcat territory, receiving a punt. It's been like that the entire game. Somehow, some way, uh, I've got to get this field position switched. Well, there's been one turnover that was kind of, uh, you'd hoped would help Carney High, but they weren't able to cash in. Low snap, a little bit of pressure. Miller gets off the kick, had to rush it. It's going to be picked up at about the 38-yard line, and they'll get down this left sideline. Getting what he can is Garrett Kennedy, and Kennedy 
just kind of runs out of real estate there as he kind of picked an angle away from the defense, and the ball will be inside the 25-yard line. It'll be first and 10 from the 24 here for Millard West, and you talked about the defense needing to step up. They absolutely need to right here. Yeah, the, the snap's kind of short hop back to Braden Miller. Did a nice job of catching it and getting punt off, but they lost a little bit of containment over there on the uh, right side and a pretty decent return game there. And once again, Miller's, Millard West is in action here on the 24-yard line of the Bearcats. One back, four receivers. Gomez has gone the whole way at quarterback. Sometimes they rotate him if they're struggling. Well, they're up 21 nothing, and they're just going to do a shovel pass, handoff ahead here to Nate Glanz. Glanz, the other quarterback from his wide receiver position. Monty mentioned that we would see that, and he'll take it inside the 19-yard line. So there'll be a gain of five, one quarterback. I don't know if you want to call that a pass, but it was forward, so I guess technically it's a pass gain of five. And that will get the attention of Class A coaches right there because that's the first play at receiver that that kid has won. They've ran a run this year. They've run two quarterback system, as you mentioned earlier on. But uh, Seth Thurman said, hey, you know what? We're going to go with one. we got to get that other kid in the field. We're going to try to get him going to make a little bit more dynamic offensively. They're, they're both good athletes, and you only get good athletes out there. They spread out two wide receivers to the left, have a tight end on that left side as well. Handoff. Yeah, right up the middle, and not much room to run there at all for Jackson Wright. As the Bearcats line it up, and they are stripping at the football, and the whistle is blown, and the Bearcats have the football. <laughs> that might have been the break they're looking for. It looked like he was his momentum was stopped. Uh, he kept trying to drive as momentum was stopped, and all ball popped loose here, and Carney High gets his second turnover of the ball game. That was a big stop. And both plays were similar. Uh, and, again, I'm not they pointing were. a finger, finger to Jackson Wright, but not only did they stand him up, then Carney High starts ball hawking. They started grabbing at that football, and twice they were able to pull it out of there. That's a well-coached defense that does that because if the referee's not going to blow his whistle early, you might as well keep going for the football. And, again, he was fighting for extra yards, so you, you don't fault Jackson Wright for the effort, that's for sure. Well, we'll see if Carney High, which now has some of their best field position in a while, they've got it at the 17-yard line. <laughs> Strange to say here, right? It sure is. Miller going to keep it right up the middle, and he's got a little bit of a seam. He's going to be close to the first down marker. Gets tripped up at the last moment. Good read there on that option. I think that was designed to go to the outside, but he he tucked and found that little crevice there and gains nine. Faked, faked the pitch and uh, went up inside, and there you saw a little bit of the explosiveness of Braden Miller there. Had uh, a good decision, probably the best running play that uh, Carney High has had thus far, second down and one, and now they're ahead of the change a little bit. Maysner will be to the right of Miller. Two wide receivers to the right. And Miller is going to throw this right direction, and it's a little bit too long as Seth Stroh wasn't able to run underneath that, and it will fall incomplete. You see the mentality of uh, Brandon Cool there. It looked like he had kind of a throwaway down with the second down one and thought they might be able to get Seth Stroh. Is there any doubt that Sestro is Braden Miller's favorite receiver? And I know the Millard West coaches knew that going in, but uh, he certainly looks to him a lot for big plays. Incomplete. Now you have a big third down and one. See if they can uh, keep this little brief momentum going with another first down. And you kind of mentioned it. He pulls down the rebound because it, it really is a good tall target out there yep, if, they, if they can get him in that position where he can pull down a rebound. They come across in motion, hand it to Maisner. Maisner will outrun the defensive end that came in crashing hard on that play, and he'll bring it inside or outside, rather, the 30-yard line, and that will be a gain of about five and a half. We'll call it six. And there you saw the speed of Maisner. Both linebackers plugged. We had a had a dog and a cat plugged from uh, Millard West. Nothing inside, and uh, Maisner just did kind of what all kids in the recess do, right? 
took to the outside and outran everybody. So now, all especially of a sudden, if you got Mazner speed, well, yeah. I never did. I, never I, never did. <laughs> I kind of put my head down with the middle, but uh, but yeah, first and ten for the Bearcats from the thirty yard line. And Christensen has had a good game there from that defensive end. Was no match for Mazner. Miller going to roll to his right here on first down. Throws it in stride. It's going to be caught by Stroh, and that will be out to about the thirty seven yard line. So that'll be a nice gain of seven here for the Cats. Yeah, total timing pattern, roll out. Uh, Seth went out, ran about a seven-yard out, uh, hit him in stride, second down and three. And the Bearcats have a little drive going here. And we talked about chunk plays, right? Uh, They are going to need a chunk play here somewhere along the lines, but a nice job of uh, getting three first downs in a row here. We also talked about needing to build a little momentum, and Carney's got that. Quarterback draw right up the Miller. Miller loses the football, and... There's a scramble for it. I think Millard West is able to come up with it. Nope. Great work inside to pull down that football by Braden Miller, but I think a good chunk of that's going to come back from the hole. Yep, uh, quarterback draw called there. Nice, well-executed play, except one of the offensive linemen grabbed a little handful of jersey there to enable Braden to uh, break through. Explosive play. Once again, another mistake is going to cost, uh, cost them big yardage. So what would have been more than enough for the first down across midfield, got the lucky bounce because you didn't turn it over, and instead of the ball being at the 50, it is inside the 25, just short of the 24. And all those positive yards that uh, came out of that uh, drive thus far go away with the holding penalty. So now, once again, they're behind the chains a little bit, second down and 17 yard lines for the Bearcats. So now you've got to find some way to do it. We talked about you, as you said, you know, that just changes things. You were ahead of the chains, and now they got to find some way. Miller looking to throw the football, and he'll get it off this left side. And looked like he was trying to lob it in there, trying to find a, a small window there for Will Richter. And that uh, window just wasn't there. His ball's incomplete. You know, Millard West's uh, defensive linemen are pretty tall, pretty big, do a nice job getting their hands up. And it seems like Braden, is, is, who's a little bit shorter, isn't a real tall kid, is having a little bit of trouble uh, seeing things over the outstretched arms of those, those defenders. They've got a couple balls knocked down. I think that's given them just a little bit of trouble, probably one of the reasons why uh, Brandon Cools tried to roll him out a couple different times on pass plays. So third and 17, out of the pistol. Miller is going to roll to his left. Gets a lead block there, throws as he's hit, and it's a diving attempt Got outside it. there. Got and it. a great catch. It's Stroh who makes a diving catch right at the sticks. Third and 17, they get 18, and Carney High is able to get another first down on this drive. Boy, that was a well-thrown ball. Braden was going to his left, uh, locked into his favorite receiver there, and Stroh made a, well, you know, a real diving catch there on the sideline, just one yard past the uh, the sticks on a third and 17. That's a big play for Carney High. They needed they needed that one. So 9:07 to go here in the second quarter. Carney High down 21 to nothing. They've built a little momentum, a couple of first downs on this drive, and now they've got it first and 10 again. Miller looking to throw and pass gonna be swatted down right at the point of attack and putting up a big paw up there was I thought that was 60. That Six. has to be in 66. It. Yeah, Aniello because there's no 68, so it's yeah. got to be 66. Aniello is a big factor in there in the middle. He's got his hand on a couple balls. Uh, big old boy there. Uh, once again, tried to pass on first down because you know they really are having trouble running to the inside. They've got to mix it up a little bit. But those big defensive linemen who are the best part of Millard West defense uh, becoming real factors in the inside. And that defensive line is coached well in terms of knocking down passes. They are looking to do exactly that. Quarterback draw here. This time, Millard West has it snuffed out, and Miller's going to lose about two yards. 
Yep, that was uh, similar to play to get big yardage on the holding call there. Similar play, quarterback draw, snuffed out by the defensive linebackers, especially from Millard West. Well-coached football team. You might get them once, but it's very seldom are you going to get them more than once on a play like that. So now it's a third down and 12 from their own 39-yard line. Jeremiah Hageman coming into the uh, huddle here as they make a substitution. Miller gets the call from Coach Cool, runs out there. And the ball spotted at the 41-yard line. They've got across midfield here. And uh, do we have a timeout? I think Coach Cool called the timeout. Our third timeout for the offense taken here in the second quarter. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. 8-10 to go before halftime. Bearcats are trailing the Wildcats. 21 to nothing. Third and about 11 when we return right after this. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back. Our broadcast booth brought to you by Cardi Towing and Repair. As uh, Bearcats here on third and 12 need to make something positive happen. In Class C1, number 7 Ord has the lead in O'Neill, 22 to nothing. Kozad is leading Minden, who had that big upset last week against uh, Carney Catholic. It's 7-0 Haymakers there in the second quarter. Some Haymakers being thrown here by the Wildcats. They lead at 21-0, and Bearcats need to have something positive happen. Miller with time to throw. Hit as he throws. Throws it deep, and it's going to be incomplete. And again, that he had to throw that ball a little quicker than he wanted to. Ends up throwing it on his back foot, looking for Seth Stroh. You know, Millard West is, is able to get good pass rush with their four down linemen. They aren't having to bring linebackers to get pressure. And uh, Braden Miller, the quarterback, has had people in his face seemingly all night long, especially on the straight drop back pass. That was the cause for that overthrow. Uh, Punting the ball here, Braden back, punting the ball here. And it looks like, well, Miller, Miller West actually is standing in their own territory to return this one for the first time the whole game. Yeah, well, they have had a couple of... Uh, First downs, this was the most successful drive of the game here for Carney High. Kennedy, again, will be about the 30-yard line. Miller with a kick. This is a good high kick, and Kennedy's going to call No, he didn't call the fair catch. Maybe should have because he gets planted immediately after making that catch, and leading the tackle here for Carney High is going to be Hageman. I think Corbin Foster, who was one of the first guys down there on, on the punt coverage team, was surprised. He kind of ran by the returner. I think he maybe he thought they called a fair catch, ran right by him, and uh, caught the ball and gained just one yard. Good, pa- good punt coverage from the Carney High defense. Well, just like me, he assumed he was going to yep. because I knew that defenders were going to be there before the ball was. It was a good high kick there by Miller. So 7.57 to go, first and 10 from the 29 here for Millard West. Gomez at quarterback, out of that pistol. And he's got a long count. Stroh with a little bit of pressure. They hand the ball up right up the middle as Stroh kind of filled in the gap right where that run was, but still able to slide off of that is Jackson Wright, and he's going to gain about three and a half. Yeah, about just inside run play from big old right. Is, is like I said, more of a fullback than an eyeback. Just a just a basic inside zone play. Pretty pretty easy easy one to block, but uh, pretty good defense. Second down seven. 
Seven and a half to go. Clock moving here. Gomez out of the pistol. Two wide outs right, two left. Running back right behind him. Running back will go out to that right side. Pass is going to be tipped and nearly intercepted. A couple of different Bearcats there diving for the football. Unable to get there was, uh, I think that was Jackson. Wasn't it Jackson Bell's plan? Who had uh, the best angle at it? Five? Well, that play was made by Parker Brush, who who was the uh, strong side linebacker who came on a, on a blitz, came unencumbered on the blitz, and hit Gomes really hard right as he delivered that ball, uh, causing a high pass. Uh, got, took, good, took a pretty good shot, that quarterback right there. And Foster dove for it as well from a different angle. He couldn't come up with it either. It's going to be now third and about seven. And they'll wind up and throw in an nearly intercepted jump in the route there was Carney High. And I think that was Rodriguez jumping the route. And now he's going to go back to try to receive the punt. Oh, he'd like to have that. Yeah, one. If he he'd was like able to have that one back because that he, he broke on the ball, read it real well, just a little out pattern, read it real well, real well, had both hands on the football, but just couldn't hold on. Well, he had to reach a long ways ahead of him to, to get both hands on the football. Another half stride and he catches that and it's probably a pick six. As it is, punt formation here for Millard West. And we've got flags all over the place. Little procedure. So I'll back up Millard West another five yards here as Trey Wilbeck will punt the ball for, I believe it's the first punt tonight for Millard West. And Wilbeck punt the ball to Rodriguez here. Good snap, a little bit of penetration, a little bit of a low line drive kick. It's going to hit. Carney High is going to get away from it, and Bearcats are going to have their best starting field position of the night. They're going to be on their side of the field again, but now they're going to be at the 44-yard line. Yep, that's a little bit more like it, and a pretty good defense to stand on a three and out right there. You know, the defense on the last two drives, uh, two plays, gotten a fumble, and then uh, three plays, on three and out. So uh, defense has uh, had a little bit better go of it here in this second quarter, giving the offensive a chance. Now what you really like to see with seven minutes left in the second quarter is this offense to score, give them a little momentum going into halftime. Well, the Bearcats last time they had the ball had their very best drive. They had three first downs on the drive, and they've now got it first and 10 from the uh, just inside the 40-yard line. Miller's going to keep it. He'll tuck it and go get out to about the 49-yard line. Uh, they had 40 up on the board. I knew that was wrong as soon as I said it was the 44. That's a gain of about six. Yep, that was that was your that play's been pretty successful. He runs a little option play to the short side of the field there, kind of fakes the pitch and ducks up inside. Uh, has had pretty decent yards two or three times he's run that play. Well, they marked him with his knee down before he got that final lunge. So the ball is actually short of midfield. It's at the 49-yard line. So instead of a gain of six, it's second and five here, and they're going to set up the screen. Caught on that far side by Maisner. Maisner will wheel his way through and take it all the way across midfield down to about the 40-yard line. Good touch pass is what is absolutely necessary with a good screen and a well-thrown ball there by Miller to uh, Maisner because, really, I think Millard West had that diagnosed fairly well but just couldn't find Maisner. Very nice screen pass, as you said. Nice touch on the ball and nice timing, and that was a, a, a really well-executed play. Now, Carney's got a little bit of a roll here. Uh, got a first down 10 from the, let's say. Right at the 40-yard right line. Right at the 40-yard line in Millard West, indeed. I'm Randy Bushcutter, Monty Kratzenstein, color guy here with us. Bearcats in their best attack of the night. 
And right through the middle, Miller breaks a tackle, breaks into the free. He's got it across the 30-yard line, down to about the 25. He slipped through there, and uh, they looked like they had him a couple of times. Planted that right foot, was able to kind of, not quite exactly a spin, but slide off to that left side and created a nice little gap. And that's one of the best plays of the night here for the Bearcats. And that's where Braden Miller is at his best. You know, a real decisive run right there. Uh, As you mentioned, kind of went through, made just a nice little slide cut there. Uh, off to the side and uh, really was looked strong and quick on that run. Uh, outstanding. First and 10 from the 22-yard line. Miller out of that pistol. He'll pitch it out here for Maisner. Maisner trying to outrun a couple of uh, would-be tacklers, and he's able to take it inside the 15-yard line. Good uh, tackling on, uh, excuse me, good blocking on that right side by the uh, receiver, Braden Rich. And now we're cooking with peanut oil here. Uh, gain of nine on outside pitch play and uh, kind of, what, what, what Carney is doing on this drive is what the Miller West coaches were afraid of early in the game. Um, they, uh, they were concerned about Mazner's running ability on the outside. They were concerned about Braden Miller's running game on the inside. And that's exactly what's happened on this drive for the Carney Bearcats. Second and one from about the 17-yard line. Man coming across in motion. That's going to be Masters. Pitch out to Mazner. They have this well-diagnosed, and he's going to be thrown down at about the 19-yard line. And I didn't know if they'd give him forward progress earlier than that, but... They did not, as that will be a a big loss on the play, and that was well diagnosed here by Millard West. So there you saw the Millard West reaction to those outside pitch plays as you saw them bring the outside linebacker, force a pitch really, really early, and then uh, the defensive back was in position to make the the quick tackle on Mazner. Now went from a second down and one to a third down and seven. That's a little bit different kettle of fish here. They... We'll snap it to Miller. Miller has the quick slant, caught by Masters. Masters has it inside right at the 10-yard line, and that'll be enough to move the sticks. First and goal here for the Bearcats. Pretty simple little little slant play. Guy, nice job, Masters, hanging the, onto the ball. Miller West defender put a real nice shot on him right as he caught it, hung on to it. First down and goal from the Bearcats from the, looks like about the 10-yard line, right inside the 10. Yeah, back of the football is on the 10, so they are inside of there, so not enough room for a first down. So 4.09 to go here before halftime. Bearcats trailing at 21-0, their best penetration of the night. Miller will call it out. Miller will keep it. Miller goes off tackle, puts his head down, has it across the five-yard line, pushing the pile forward. The Bearcats are driving him into the end zone. Did he get to the goal line? Yes. They did. Miller would not go down, and then some of the offensive linemen joined the fray late. Pushed the pile forward, and that's a 10-yard touchdown. A five-points-bank touchdown for Miller, and the Bearcats are on the board. You know, one of the linemen ended up coming out, out with the football there. I don't know if Miller handed it to him, said good job blocking, <laughs> or if the ball actually came loose and he fell out in the end zone. I couldn't tell, but we had some offensive linemen. Either way, they were pretty excited, as they should be, for that uh, nice inside run. Good snap at the kick is no good. I think they got a hand on it. I think that one was partially blocked. And so the extra point is no good, but a five-points-bank touchdown by Miller and that offensive line for the Bearcats. Carney's on the board. They still trail at 21-6 with 3.49 to go here in the second quarter. We're back after this. 
You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Well, Gabe Hines had the extra point partially blocked and no good. He's got it teed up here at the 40-yard line. He'll put his foot into it here for Carney High, and that will go into the end zone. Millard West wanted to bring it out, but any part of that football goes in any part of the end zone. It's a touchback, and so Dallas Beanham has had a huge night tonight, both offensively and defensively. He had a pick six. He'll just hand the ball off to the official. Couldn't do it on special teams. Boy, that uh, that offensive drive by the Bearcats was a was was really and, and did a nice job. And you saw what they wanted to do all along. They want to get the ball to Mazner's hands on the outside and Miller's hands run the ball on the inside. Mixed in a couple passes in there, a big third down and what was it? Third down and seventeen mm-hmm. pass to stroll along the way. So gave him a little life here. Three forty nine left in the half. Bearcats are losing the uh, turnover battle. If they get a turnover here, we got a brand new football game. They'll hand the ball up right Im- immediately, and wow, nowhere to go for Jackson Wright. That was a huge hit right out of the gates here for that defensive line by Carney High. Yeah, and absolutely. And you see all of a sudden what a little momentum does. And you saw the attacking of the linebackers, the, the defensive line, and, and uh, did a really nice job. Second down, 13. Looks like a loss of three on that run. I think it was Grant Kowalski. You've got a big chunk of that. Nice to hear his name called. So that defensive line... Handled that one pretty well. Kowalski, the uh, right defensive tackle. Gomez calling it out, out of that pistol formation. Carney will shift their defensive line, and they'll fake the handoff. He'll roll to his right. Gomez looking to throw the ball relatively deep, and he'll make the connection. It's at the 50, now at the 40, and they will trip him up at about the 35-yard line. Right in stride, the ball goes to Kennedy, and Kennedy with a huge reception here for Millard West. There you saw a little one-on-one coverage. I don't know where the safety went on there. I was watching the protection a little bit, but they ran a deep post with their best receiver and uh, against Masters. Beautiful thrown ball. Didn't have any help from the safety. Long pass. Now all of a sudden, uh, Millard West is coming back, attacking uh, late in this half. Gain of 49 on the play, and that will set up now first and 10 in great field position, obviously, after you gain half the field. Gomez will call it out out of that pistol. He'll keep it himself, follow his fullback, and uh, he'll be initially slowed down by uh, Carney High's. I thought that was 17, but there is no 17, so that couldn't be right. I thought, I thought the same thing. <laughs> I don't know, uh, 47, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's got it, yeah. Yeah, so it's got to be Parker Brush. Yep. And Parker's made a couple good plays here uh, in the second quarter. And uh, got a couple guys, the hands on their hips here. This is a big defensive stand. If they can keep them out of the end zone and just be two touchdowns down going into halftime, I think they would take it at this point. Gain of four, second and six. Gomez calls it out. 
We'll hand the ball off to the running back. That's right. Wright takes it off the left side, slips off the first tackler, pushes the pile forward down to about the 22-yard line, and so that'll be a gain of eight. That was Braden Rich got a full face full of, of that right kid. I'll tell you what, he came up from his safety position, kind of dropped himself down a little bit, and uh, Braden Wright uh, showed his fullback form right there and went right over the top of him. Good job by uh, Braden Rich to hang on to his feet as he uh, was going over the top of him, but that was a big boy football play right yeah, there. Yeah, that was, you know, low shoulder pad wins, but it wins even more when it's actually being lowered as you get hit. Yep. First yeah. down 10 from the 22 for Millard West. Four receivers set, again, one back. And that one back, Jackson Wright, kind of feeling his oats a little bit. We have a stoppage here, and I think we might have a uh, official's timeout for something or another. Minute 34 to go. Millard West still has two timeouts left. Time, bit of an issue. Not a huge issue at the moment. Gomez will call it out. And he'll throw it out on this right side pretty quickly. Quick little wide receiver screen. And wrapping things up on the tackle for Carney High is going to be Braden Rich. Uh, two receivers set there. And the, the outside receiver made a nice block in the corner. And by the time the safety went up to uh, tackle the inside receiver, a uh, nice five-yard gain uh, pass and catch for Millard West. I think that was Dan Sullivan that made the catch. It's going to be a gain of about five on the play. And again, we're now inside of one minute to go. As we mentioned, two timeouts left here for Millard West. They lead it 21 to 6. They're trying to answer Carney High's touchdown drive. They'll hand the ball off to Wright. Wright trying to get the edge, has it at the 10. There's a flag down. He'll get the pylon. He's into the end zone, but that flag throw when, where, and how you normally would see a holding penalty. Yep. Uh, and uh, you saw the Millard West wide receiver out there trying to hold his block on the corner, holding it, holding it, holding it. And all of a sudden, as the defenders start getting away from him, he grabbed a little bit of jersey. So didn't need to do it because it was going to be a good running play anyway. But uh, unfortunately for Millard West, fortunately for the Bearcats, uh, holding penalty. We're going to back him up a little bit here. Well, they'll back him up 10 yards, but it was five yards downfield, you know, about five yards past the stick. So really, it it turns out being no gain. It was right 10 yards down the field, and we'll just repeat second down. Right, did that had the same effect of uh, having an incomplete pass if you get the down over again? Yeah, but uh, the the right kid did a nice job bouncing to the outside. There wasn't a whole lot in the middle. Bounced the outside. Uh, Second down, five. 46 seconds to go. Clock stopped with the penalty. Gomez, pressure coming. Steps up, throws. Pocket stays clean. Contact there, and there's going to be a flag thrown as the defender ran into uh, their intended receiver. Corbin Foster couldn't find the ball, and the offensive player did, and uh, that's going to end up being a penalty here on Carney High as Dallas Beanham had a great bead on the ball, and unfortunately for Carney High, Foster couldn't find it. Yeah, Foster got caught a little bit on a little bit of an out-and-up run there, and he kind of got caught behind the Millard West defender, and he was in pretty decent position, but as you mentioned, he just couldn't find the football. The Millard West uh, receiver tried to come back, uh, got in his way. Looks like pass interference, and so we're going to have a first down, and I think we're going to have goal from the eight-and-a-half-yard line. Yeah, that's just a bad break because you're absolutely right. Uh, Had great position there, Monty. And uh, it was right what you wanted to do, but just when the ball was in the air, he couldn't find the ball quick enough. So we'll see whether or not they go to the air here. Millard West is going to keep it on the ground. Gomez will follow his running back through, and he'll take it inside the five-yard line down to the three. And for a moment there, I thought the ball had come loose, but no, it's just the way he rolled off the pile there. Well, there's a few guys who were kind of pointing. I don't know if uh, they saw the same thing we did, but you're right. It looked a little awkward as he was kind of rolling around and, 
Um, looks like they call the timeout here as time is a factor with 33 seconds left. But they still have one timeout left after this timeout, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. With it being now second and goal from about the three-yard line, you still have a timeout left. And so you've got time for three plays here, depending on how you want to run things. Well, and probably and, at least one of these will be a throw. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't do didn't have a little bit of quarterback run game that's been pretty successful with Gomez. But uh, at the same time, uh, Wright has also been fairly decent and effective in this drive as well. So if you're Carney, you've got to kind of pick your poison here a little bit. If you're on the three yard line, you got to decide if you're going to try to bring those linebackers in and try to stunt and outnumber them at the line of scrimmage maybe give up a one-on-one situation on the outside pass. But uh, if it was me, I'd probably rather try to make him complete a pass than the quarterback run game. Well, as you mentioned, you know, right with that with that hard run earlier, he's carried the ball uh, seven times. I, I honestly think somewhere in here you might see him get carried, carrying the football out of that fullback position. The one back in the backfield is right. They will hand the ball off to him, and he's got a nice seam right up the middle. He goes in virtually untouched for a three-yard touchdown. And Carney High stayed in their base dip defense, and as you mentioned right there, you predicted it, uh, right right at the middle, big old hole, and uh, that's a killer there because uh, uh, Carney High had just driven down the field, scored their, their lone touchdown of the half, and they needed to stop there. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to look like they're going to be down 22 going into halftime. The extra point forthcoming here after the five-points bank touchdown by Jackson Wright. The snap down, kick up, kick good. And just like that, that lead, as you said, Monty, is 22 points. It's 28-6 to six with 29 seconds to go in the second quarter. Millard West kicking off to the Bearcats. We come back after this. Gary Michaels has beautiful new fall clothing for men and ladies arriving daily. Ladies, purchase a regular price item and get the second 30% off. New Brighton items reduced to half price. Men, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant combo at regular price and receive a shirt and tie free. A $105 value. Just in, new Johnston and Murphy shoes. All footwear now 10% off. Also, book your wedding now at either Hastings or Carney location and receive 10% off the entire wedding party. Fall savings going on now at Gary Michaels. And welcome back. I want to remind you that the internet streaming of all of our high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and in Lincoln. Randy Bushcutter, Monty Kratzenstein with you. Grant Bushcutter doing my stats. Stacy Johns, engineer back in the studio. We have a cast well, well, of thousands. Well, your 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 wife couldn't come in here. You got your, you got you, you got your son, your daughter is she's, in town. She, she's can... at a retirement party today, okay. and it's not her retirement. So Feel like I'm, I'm not at a Bushcutter family reunion yeah. right here. Yeah, here you go. Well, any, any excuse I have to see my son, I'm all in favor of. Kickoff goes right up the uh, right seam here. Nice, nice little opening here for Trey Rodriguez. Caught it in stride, found a nice little seam, ran right up that uh those hash marks, and we'll be down at about the 30-yard line. 22 seconds left. I just don't know how crazy uh, Coach Cool wants to get in this situation. Maybe he just wants to go into the locker room, put some salve on everything here, and make those halftime adjustments that you and I talked about. Well, the danger of throwing a big uh, ball here is looks like they're going into the... Uh, yeah, they're, the, they're, the, this is, looks like the it's kneel not down. The, it's not the victory formation going into halftime, but it's they're kneeling down. 
Miller does take the knee at the 30-yard line. He'll run back, hand the uh, ball off to the official, and Maisner was playing safety there, not Ibeck. He was playing <laughs> safety on that, so they'll head to the locker room. The band will uh, kick into action here. Clock still wearing, wearing down, and Millard West will head to their side of the locker room with a 28-6 lead here against Carney High at uh, Foster Field. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this timeout. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Welcome back here to Foster Field. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Nice moment going on right now on the field as they are recognizing the 2018 Boys Class A State Soccer Champions. And if you don't know that that's the Kearney High Bearcats, you have not been paying attention. They are the first team from greater Nebraska to come away with a soccer title and well-deserved for Coach Steinbrook and uh, the rest of the guys. And it, it you, you look out there, you've you got a couple of football players that play the other kind of football, and it really goes back to what Carney High is about, sharing athletes, contributing, and uh, it, it's just it's a neat environment. It's a, it's a great thing to see, and it's always nice to see a state tro- uh, championship trophy here at Foster Field. Well, Scott Steinberg and his his staff have developed such an outstanding program, and that's exactly what it is. They had some outstanding seniors that really yep. led the way, but they've got a program. They've got a lot of depth. They've got balance through and through, and uh, they return some some pretty good players for next year. But that was a special year for, for Connie High Soccer, definitely. So when they're done, when the soccer team breaks off, some of them run to go be in the band. Some of them go to the locker room. <laughs> you know, again, yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Cool. It's pretty it really cool. is. It, it really, really is. It really is. And there's not a lot of Class A schools, not as many Class A schools that uh, uh, do that as you'll find here at Carney High. So that is kind of neat to see. As we said, Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's check uh, some uh, scores from around the state. We'll do that first, and then we'll check our halftime numbers statistically here. We'll begin, first of all, here in Class A. Uh, Carney is trailing Millard West by a score of 28-6 to 6 here at halftime. Number three, Grand Island, having no problem 
with uh, Omaha Bryan by a score of 56-7. to And uh, that game is in the second quarter. In Class B, number four, York, with a 21-7 lead over Hastings. That game is over on KHAS Radio. Uh, also in Class B at halftime, Grand Island Northwest has a 35-0 lead over Beatrice, so we'll have a running clock in the second half. In Class C1, number eight, Adam Central with a 27-7 lead over Holdridge. They're at intermission on KICS Radio. Over on Power 99, Sutton is laying the wood to Kearney Catholic. The number four team in Class C2, Sutton, is uh, ruining homecoming tonight for the Stars. 22 to nothing. They're at intermission. Doug Duda with a call on Power 99. In the second quarter, Grand Island Central Catholic leads at Central City 17 to 15. Also in the second quarter, number one, Aurora, with a 43-0 lead over Fillmore Central. And, uh, boy, the uh, Huskies are for real. At halftime, Gothenburg leading Broken Bow 21-7. Kozad with a 7-0 lead over Minden at halftime. Number seven, Ord, leads in O'Neill 22-0 at halftime. Other scores from Class C2. At the break, Wood River, their homecoming. The Eagles are leading it 12-7 over Centura. At the intermission, number 10, St. Paul leads Gibbon, 35-0. Also at halftime, Hershey in Southern Valley deadlocked at 6. Second quarter, number 9, Donovan Trumbull in Donovan leads 24-0 over Sandy Creek. In eight-man action in D1, Arcadia Loop City leads at Angeli Litchfield, 36-22 there in the second quarter. And they've turned to half where Bruning Davenport Shickley, number 2 in Class D1, they lead it by a score of 16-6 at Tri-County. In the second quarter, it's 16-0 Alma at home over Hitchcock County. Also at halftime, number five, South Loop, has a 13-0 lead over Elm Creek. In D2 action on the breeze, 94.5, Giltner with a 64-16 lead over the Blue Hill Bobcats. At halftime, Bertrand leads at Anselmo Myrna, 38-8. Second quarter action, Pleasanton at home over Elwood has the lead 23-6. Lawrence Nelson at Kennesaw is trailing the Blue Devils 34-6. They also are at halftime. In the second quarter, number three, Mullen is trailing at Medicine Valley 20-14 at the break. It's a final in six-man action. Santee over Elba 66-31. Red Cloud with a 68-13 lead over Hampton. Number five, McCool Junction leading number nine, Deschler 28 to 16 in the second quarter. Uh, no report yet for number one, Harvard. Uh, Eustace Farnham at home is uh, leading Maywood Hay Center 53 to nothing at halftime. you got to love six-man action. <laughs> also at halftime, it's Wilcox Hildreth with a 63 to 12 lead over Silver Lake. And those are the scores that we have for you so far. And one just coming in, Ravenna right now is leading Shelton by a score of 30 to 14 at halftime. And we'll remind you that our Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill will follow the Carney Catholic game over on Classic Hits 98.9 FM, Power 99. And a reminder for you that if you're at a different game, we'd love to hear your score. Uh, and you can send it to our live football scoreboard at PlantRiverPreps.com. Call or text us at area code 308. 646-0506, but if you're listening to us, well, maybe you are at a different game and following the Bearcats. Bearcats have a little bit of work to do. They trail here at intermission to Millard West, 28-6. to We'll take a look at some halftime numbers and uh, get uh, Monty's uh, adjustments that uh, he'd make at halftime. We'll do that as we continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. 
Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. Five stations. Boom, three, K-H-I-M. Yes, yes. Hastings. KXPN, Carney. The Breeze, 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Platte River Radio and Platte River Preps. They're going to hand the ball off to the right side. He's going to fall forward. And another one-play touchdown. Your home for high school sports. Throws the ball across the middle. It's going to be caught. He's going to take it 70 yards and tie the record. Get it all at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. And welcome back here to uh, UNK Foster Field. We're at halftime. Millard West has a 28 to six lead over Carney High, and and uh, Coach Krasenstein <laughs> will pick your head here a little bit. If you're the Bearcats, what uh, what sort of adjustments were you looking at? Well, you know, you know, their offensive game plan is solid. It isn't like that. The, what they're doing isn't working. You know, they are who they are. They they've had some success with Braden Miller running the football. They've had some success getting Miko to the outside a little bit, and Sestro. Has, uh, has has caught a few balls, but you know the problem is uh, offensively, especially is the turnovers, the mistakes. You know, three turnovers in the first quarter really puts you behind the eight ball there, uh, given Millard West short field. So eliminating mistakes is probably the first one. It doesn't necessarily so too much of a game plan uh, from an offensive standpoint. Defensively, they've played fine. Uh, they haven't given up a whole bunch of chunk yardage. Uh, Millard West completed that one forty-nine yard pass. Uh, in, in that on their their last drive, but other than that, it's just been kind of a grind uh, getting Millard West stopped because Millard West does a really nice job of being balanced, and uh, and so as far as halftime adjustments from the X's and O's, I don't think there has to be a lot done, but I do think you know you want to eliminate the penalties, you want to eliminate the turnovers, which was one of the keys. Done a pretty good job with the chunk plays, which is the second key. But I think probably the biggest thing to me is the physicalness difference between the two teams. You mentioned it when we were off air a little bit. It just looks like that Millard West up front is just bigger, stronger up front in the offense and defensive lines. And, and you know, there's a whole there's a whole lot of X's and O's you can do to, to fix that. Um, uh, Millard West is the more physical team, it seems like, both offensive and defensively right now. But I think Carney's just got to keep grinding away. They've had some success. They've had some, some, some things that have worked. They just got to eliminate the mistakes. And win a battle now and again, as we mentioned, and Mazner gets through that hole. You know, if you, if you win that battle and you get him into space, uh, you can get what you call your chunk plays. You can get those pretty quick. Let's give you our scoring wrap-up 
Brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent. Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Kearney's first uh, possession, they turned it over. Uh, and then uh, Tristan Gomez connected with Caden Overman on a 28-yard touchdown pass. It was 7 to nothing, less than a minute and a half into the game. Then after that, another turnover, this time a pick six by Dallas Beanham. He intercepted it, a 28-yard return. That made it 14 to nothing with 4.17 to go in the first quarter. And before the quarter was over, Gomez again, this time he runs it from 20 yards out, 21 to nothing at the end of the first quarter here for Millard West. Carney High was able to answer finally with 3.49 to go in the second quarter. Braden Miller on a 10-yard run. The extra point was partially blocked, and it was no good. So it was 21 to 6. And then Jackson Wright capitalizes after a drive that featured that 49-yard uh, pass by Millard West. Jackson Wright runs it in from three yards out, and that makes your score here at halftime a score of 28 to 6 in favor of Millard West. Again, our uh, scoring wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. We'll step away for a moment, give you our halftime statistics right after this. For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. We thank you for your trust and wish everyone a safe and bountiful harvest season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Synergize from Ag Explorer International is your all-in-one drift control, defomer, surfactant, and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator. Synergize is the number one AMS replacement on the market. Over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with Synergize. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical today for a dealer in your area to get Synergize, NutriPack, Enzone, and other great products from Ag Explorer International. 308-468-6206. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back here, uh, Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report with Millard West leading at Foster Field against the Bearcats, a score of 28-6. Let's check our numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Carney High. Braden Miller throwing the football is 6 of 15 in the air, with two interceptions, 55 yards on those completions. Kale Masters uh, has caught two balls for 10 yards. Miko Maisner has uh, uh, one catch for uh, 11 yards in the game. Uh, Seth Stroh uh, has three catches for about 34 yards. He was targeted seven times, was able to pull down three of those. Punting the football about a 25-yard average here for Carney High, 24.75 to be precise. And uh, kickoff, uh, touchback in there, and uh, the other starting position was the 25-yard line for the uh, Wildcats. Uh, running the football, Miko Maisner has carried the ball uh, seven, excuse me, ten times for 35 yards. One touchdown, 
48 yards rushing on nine carries for Brayden Miller. And Alex Kemp had one carry for three yards. So 86 yards uh, in the on the ground here for Carney High, 55 yards in the air. So that would be 141 yards of total offense here for the Bearcats who trail it 28 to 6 at halftime. For Millard West, who's had the short field pretty much all night because of the Carney High turnovers, Tristan Gomez has carried the ball six times for 37 yards, has a touchdown. Jackson Wright only has 12 yards uh, carrying the ball on uh, eight rushes, did fumble the ball twice in the game. They had 49 yards rushing uh, to go with uh, Gomez being 7 of 10 in the air for 120 yards. So statistically, things not really looking terrible here for Carney High, except on the scoreboard where they trail at 28 to 6. Uh, Dan Sullivan has uh, one catch for five yards. Garrett Kennedy had that 49-yard uh pass on the last drive of the first half for Millard West that helped set up the touchdown. Caden Oderman has that 28-yard touchdown reception, but Dallas Beanham has been the target of six passes. He's got three catches for 33 yards here in the game. But again, that 28-yard touchdown for Oderman, 28-yard interception return by Beanham, and the Bearcats find themselves down here at halftime by a score of uh, 28 to 6. And uh, the Bearcats have got to find some way to kind of right the ship. And we'll talk about that more when we continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here from Foster Field right after this. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. We get up early to dice, simmer, fry, and mix. Nachos made from scratch with jalapenos, cilantro, and our homemade ranch dressing. Chicken ranch nachos in three flavors made fresh for our friends at Amigos. All right, let's go. Amigos Boneless Wings presents their starting snack backs. Number 16, garlic parmesan. Number 22, buffalo. Number 5, mango habanero. And number 81, sweet barbecue. And it's wings for the win at Amigos King's Class. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. And uh, so far, Millard West has lived up to their number four ranking in the state. They look like a team that could very well be in the state semifinals. Well, you know, they've had a... they have some real talent, as I said. Anytime you've you've already beaten Millard North and Millard South in your season, uh, if you're the champion Millard, typically you're you're pretty darn good. But the only team they've lost to is Omaha Burke, and Omaha Burke has has probably uh, as good of talent 
as any team we've seen around Nebraska for a long, long time. So, um, you know, Millard West is the real deal, and there's no doubt about it. Um, now, Carney in the second half can't worry about Millard West. They got to worry about themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got to take care of, as we mentioned, we got to take the kit, take care of the football, eliminate the penalties, work on uh, that field position a little bit, and uh, really, really have a chance to, uh, you know, at this point, I don't know that you're necessarily concerned with winning, winning the football game, even though it's not out of, out of, out of reach. It's just one of those things where you just got to take care of one series at a time and continue to grow. I know Brandon's thinking that way. He thinks that way. Anyway, he doesn't look, look, uh, at, at, at two or three or four drives ahead of time. He's just worried about this first drive, uh, taking care of business and then trying to get better because that's what's in front of him. And, and again, this is a, this is a good Carney high football team. Uh, they're, they're out of the rankings, knocking on the door in one newspaper, other newspaper has a number eight in the state. So, I mean, this is this is one of those teams that not only can make the playoffs, probably should make the playoffs. And then once you get there, they had the hot hand last year and got things going. But first of all, you, you've got to kind of right the ship a little bit. And part of that is physically up front. Uh, they, they've got to bow their back a little bit. They've, they've got to start winning a few more battles uh, up front. Well, Carney has hung their hat on a couple things for years and years and years. And first of all, it's it's. Uh, being physical, tackling well, and and blocking well up front. Those those things. And then the other thing is not making mistakes, not beating yeah. themselves. And those are those are things that at least tonight and also against Grand Island, the season opener, uh, which really are the two best teams they've played. Let's not kill oh, yeah. ourselves. Oh, the last last four games they you know, they've been better than the teams that they've played. But again, it'll be interesting to see how they respond the second half because they do have some some younger kids or some guys that don't have that much experience. But by now, you know, they're, they're, they're in, as you talked about, mid-season form. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they answer the bell here coming out for the third quarter. And it isn't just tonight's game. Uh, next week, Carney High will travel to Lincoln Southwest. After that, they travel to Lincoln to take on uh, Lincoln High, who's 3-2. and two, And people think pretty highly of them, even though they're right around the 500 mark. They think pretty... The next few games are, are absolutely. absolutely instrumental to the success for Carney High this season. Absolutely. And they know that. And... And when you talk to Brandon early in the season, you know, he isn't one of those guys that's going to talk too much about uh, this game or that game. But this was a, a, a good is a good measuring stick for his team. He knew that uh, midpoint part of the season, how much they see, how much they've improved from that season opener against a very good Millard West team. So, again, let's see how they respond this next 12 minutes and uh, see how we're talking going into the fourth quarter. And we talked about the schedule coming up for Carney High for Millard West. Boy, they got a little bit of a challenge as they'll be at home against Grand Island, number three in the state, but they play week, them short, short week, week for both teams. Yep, yep. You know, And those Millard teams, they play on the same home field, so you always have a Thursday night game, and they, they got this one against Grand Island. So I know uh, Pete was thinking about that a little bit, how physical Grand Island is, and uh, you know he's playing two 308 teams uh, back-to-back. Gabe Hines will kick it off, but next Thursday is home. That never hurts anything. And they will be kind of the premier matchup in the metro area for that Thursday night. I can't imagine there's another game of such importance in the metro next Thursday. High kick here for Hines is going to be picked up at about the seven-yard line and just coming right up the middle and looking for somewhere to go is going to be Beanham. Beanham bounces out to the outside, and he'll be forced out of bounds after about the 45-yard line. Looked like they kind of had him bottled up after an okay return at about the 28-yard line, but then was able to kind of find a little bit more of an open space there. Dallas Beanham has been the big play guy for Millard West this whole game. Has the pick six, interception, good run, had the 48-yard, 49-yard pass play toward the end of the, the first half, and there had a good 
punt, or kickoff return to get them in very good position. So once again, this field position thing, the special teams being so important in turnovers, uh, they start with a short field. Yeah, and his 21st catch of the year put him over 300 yards on the season. And that for a team that doesn't throw the ball much, although they've done it tonight, that's pretty successful. Handoff here to Wright. Wright trying to bounce to the outside. He'll bring it across midfield, and the ball will be spotted at about the 49-yard line. So that'll be a gain of six, second and four here for the Wildcats, who uh, we talked about Carney High trying to stay on schedule. Millard West has done a real good job of that. And I think we're going to see a lot of running game here in the second half. You know, if you want to uh, take care of Miko Mazner's speed, what you do is you run right at him. You don't give him a chance to run and, 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 and catch it from behind. That's what they did. They ran straight at him and got the corner, got uh, six uh, big yards on first down. Yeah, that does kind of take away those angles if you go right at him. That's for sure. And they'll run the option. Now they're going to pitch the ball out on this right side here to Nate Glanz. Glanz, the other quarterback, I don't really necessarily want to say backup quarterback, is going to end up gaining about three on the play. There's a little, little different wrinkle. There's your traditional triple option. They, they put the, bell, the ball in the belly of the fullback. I don't know if he intended to give it to him, but then made the long option uh, toss out there to uh, the, the former quarterback, now a receiver, and again, all sorts of Class A coaches are going to be circling that play when they look at their huddle tape because that's a new wrinkle for Miller West. I think that was the pure triple option because Gomez was looking ahead when he took the ball out of the belly of his uh, fullback. And this time he'll hand the ball off to his fullback, and there is nowhere to go there at all for a right. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good play by the defense. They brought both linebackers. Uh, looked like Jeremiah Hagman was yep. in there, yep. and he came in unblocked. Millard West was in a two-tight end offense and uh, man-on-man, but they didn't have a guy for the linebacker. And that's a big play, fourth down and three, going to force a punt. And Josh Warner, let's tip our hat to him, too. He took a couple of blockers away, which kind of opened things up for Hagman to make the tackle. So punt formation here for Millard West. And it'll be a high, well, somewhat high kick. It gets to uh, Rodriguez quickly, and boy, immediately brought down. Great uh, special teams play there by Gabe Anderson. You know, that wasn't a, a very high kick at all, but uh, did a nice job. Anderson went, did a nice job being that bullet guy on the outside, getting by his, his blocker, and uh, made that play immediately. And, and uh, here we go. Great stop, three and out by the defense, but because of the long kickoff return, Carney High is starting at their own 12-yard line. Well, again, they've, they've played much better in the second half of that second quarter, and we'll see whether or not they can translate it here. Miller will bring a man across in motion, pitch it out to Maisner. Maisner trying to get the edge, and there's going to be a flag thrown, which looks like probably a hold. He gets to the outside there, short gain, but I think it's all academic. That that uh, was the that little option play, that kind of quick pitch option play that's been pretty successful in the first half. But again, mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. Uh, penalty is going to put them uh, back real close to their uh, own goal line here. There was a good block out there on the point of attack by Brayden Rich. He did not get called for the hold. I saw his hold pretty cleanly there. I think it was thrown more on the interior of the line there. And that will back him up half the distance to the goal. Ball going to be spotted at about the five-yard line here. So he'll set up first and 15. Yeah, behind the sticks once again. Uh, and uh, Braden Miller here is coming back out. You know, one thing Brandon always does, has his quarterback come over and to make sure he's in good cardio shape, he has to come over and get every play. Braden Miller's hustling in, uh, trying to get this playoff. And they're not counting him down just yet, so it looks like they're going to have plenty of time here. Out of the pistol, Miller is going to stand about the one-yard line. He's going to keep it himself, just a straight read there. 
Just a straight run, and he'll bring it across the uh, 10-yard line out to about the 12. So that'll be a gain of about six on the play. You know, uh, Braden Miller's a tough kid. You know, his, it's not very, very often you see the quarterback, their best running plays are inside the tackles, but he really does a nice job being decisive and, and getting inside. Uh, pretty decent gain, about four yards here, but because of the penalty, now it's second down and 11. Nine minutes to go here in the quarter number three. Carney High trailing at home in the Millard West, 28 to 6. And Miller will have Maisner to his right. Now Maisner will uh, come across in motion. He'll get the little swing pass, trying to get the edge. And Millard West just had a lot of wide hats over there. And they're going to pull him down after, well, not much of a gain at all on the play. Against lesser teams, last three or four weeks, that little swing pass works well because Maisner can get to the outside. But against a team with very well coached, very well positioned, but also some really good team speed on defense. You saw about three or four guys um, with the angle to go ahead and drag him down. So now it's third down 10 once again near their own goal line. Well, and, and I'm glad you mentioned both. The X's and O's and the Jimmy's and Joe's worked pretty well there for Millard West because they knew where to be. They were well coached. They had that scouted out. And now it's going to be third and 10. And Miller will call it out. He'll roll to his right. And he'll throw on the run. And it's going to be tipped. And nearly, now it is intercepted. It was tipped. And it looked like it was going to fall short. But a nice adjustment at the last moment there by Zach Merkley. Off the tip pass. It was tipped by one of the Wildcats. And then intercepted by Merkley. And another turnover here. For Carney High, is going to give great field position for Millard West, who already has a 28-6 lead. Again, turnovers, field position. Now, he, now Braden kind of locked in. It was kind of a one-receiver pattern as he's rolling out there, and he went to his go-to receiver, who not only was covered, but then he also had a guy in the underneath that uh, got his hands on the ball. So, a uh, big interception here, short field for Millard West. Well, when you're rolling like that, you're going to lose half the field immediately because you're not going to throw against the grain. Bad snap. And they're going to have to slide down. Can't come up with it. Carney High will dive on the football at about the 45. They can't come up with it immediately, but now they do. Just a bad snap. I don't think they were ready for the snap at all. And coming up with the football is going to be the Bearcats. Jarrett Christiancy. Well, Mom and Dad are pretty happy right now, I'll tell you. The good work there as he was able to track that one down, fell on the ball, and when number 67 got his hands on it, nobody else was going to get it. Boy, I tell you what, that was uh, kind of one of those unforced errors where the snap just was, was, was not handled. Poor snap to the quarterback. He couldn't go back. He was the only guy there, but he kind of slid by it. And uh, we thought he was going to recover it. He missed it. Uh, good hustle by the Carney defense and a big, huge defensive play to give them the ball on their own 49-yard line. Well, Brandon Fischetto also had a good look at it, but couldn't come up with it. Miller's going to look to throw, and he'll throw it deep. And it is through the hands and incomplete. Stroh couldn't hold on to it. Great coverage there. That might have been tipped or even knocked out of his stomach at the last minute there by Millard West. And I got eyes on the uh, defender there, but I need him to turn so I can see his jersey number. It is... uh, Still turn around, kid, will you? I, you know, the, what, what do we talk about after a turnover? What's that called? Sudden change. And so when you, when you have a big turnover like that, Brandon Cool decided to take a shot with Sestro uh, deep down the field. Looked like number one, the cornerback. Gabe Anderson. Yeah, over, Gabe Anderson. Over there was uh, made a nice play. Might have got his hands on the ball, but I think Seth probably would have liked to have that one back. Well, again, he's going to work hard to pull down some rebounds here in basketball. It's going to be contested as well, but that one he couldn't come up with. Miller's just going to keep it himself, try to get the outside edge, and the linebacker, the defensive end, does a great job of shucking his would-be blocker, and so the tackle made by 
Caleb Tay. Tay will uh, also finish it with Braden Cundiff. As, again, they did a nice job of reading that one and just winning the battle. They, they were able to fight off the blocks. And there you see the team speed there with four or five guys out there um, before the game had an opportunity. One of my former players at Millard West, the outside linebackers coach, guy by the name of Chris Mole, and he said they still call him the cat and the dog, the outside linebackers. They haven't changed anything in about, about 20 years, and uh, that cat and the dog were both hunting that uh, Bearcat down. Well, they've got a long ways to go here. Miller fakes the handoff, rolling to his right. Pressure coming. He's still scrambling. Comes back on that backside, looking to throw. Now he's looking to run. Now he's looking to throw. He'll throw it late. And a diving attempt at the 30-yard line. And it is going to fall incomplete here as Masters sliding for it. Couldn't quite come up with it, but he was an eyelash away from having a miraculous 20-yard gain on third and 15. You know, that showed some athleticism there. Great job scrambling, just getting that ball away. Receivers didn't really help him a whole lot. Once he started scrambling, they didn't really try to get open. But he did get the ball, and that could, ball could have been caught. Good individual play by Braden Miller, but uh, to no avail. Now Miller will be in punt formation. Miller West will uh, get underneath this punt probably about the 25-yard line. A little bit of a short snap. End over end punt. It's going to hit at the 30, not take much of a roll at all. Now it's going to go across the 25-yard line. And a dangerous moment there as uh, Hanson Ho uh, <laughs> ends up running right by the football for no apparent reason. <laughs> and if it touches him, that's Carney High football. That drives a special teams coach just crazy. That's the universal Peter call, right? When that ball goes down, yell Peter, Peter, because everybody can hear it. And everybody runs back to the sideline, but there's always that one or two kids that just have me. They probably have trouble listening in class, too. They're the ones that he always told them to do something. They didn't do it. He wasn't paying much attention. Almost cost them a turnover. If he doesn't listen in class, I know that kid. (laughs) Hey, wait, your kid's sitting there. No, 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 no. I don't mean him. Okay, just checking. Just checking. It's the teacher and me coming out. First and 10 from the 22 for Millard West, who already has a 28-6 lead. And they're just going to run the straight option. Quarterback's going to keep it, and Gomez will be planted at about the 25-yard line. That was well-diagnosed there by the Bearcats, and leading the tackle is going to be Grant Kowalski. That's the uh, Seth Terman option play right there. That's what uh, the Terman boys, you know, you mentioned that's a family. Tim Terman running that. He's undefeated. Got his 300th win at, Mil- at uh, Wahoo Newman a couple weeks ago. Matt Terman play- has a couple state championships at Omaha Scott. He's undefeated. Boy, poor Seth Terman. They've, they've lost once this year. He's the, he's the loser of the family. <laughs> that will make uh, Thanksgiving interesting at the Terman household. Three-step drop here for Gomez. Quick snap out to the right side. And uh, Oderman, who has the touchdown pass, is able to uh, move the sticks. He'll be down at about the 35-yard line. That'll be a gain of 10. Pitch and catch, nice catch, nice job after the catch by number 23. Oderman uh, took a little uh, reverse pivot. Broke to the outside and uh, got about three or four extra yards, first and ten for Millard West. Inside of six minutes to go here, third quarter again. Millard West in control, 28-6. to six. Uh, Grand Island in control over Omaha Bryan, 63-7. to seven. They're in the third quarter. We'll check some more scores here in a little bit. Man coming across in motion, and they'll hand the ball off to the running back, and that's Caleb Wright. Wright ran through an arm tackle there as they can only get an arm, and now we got a late flag being thrown after they get the ball out to about the 42-yard line. Gain of seven, and with that late flag, I, I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't either. I was kind of looking down, jotting down my notes here. They ran a triple option. That time they gave the ball to Wright in the fullback position. And, uh, he but Carney High's not backing up, so no. 
I'm not sure what the call. Neither team is backing up right now, but this is going to be a late hit on somebody. Late hit or a face mask or. Well, it came down so late. It's got to be a late hit. It is on the offense. Yep. One of the offensive linemen saw one of those guys standing. And And he's ejected. And and, uh, went to get him. And he's ejected. Yeah, a little bit of a cheap shot there, apparently. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Well, that's the nature of a late hit. You turn your you, you turn your attention away. And Coach Peterson's asking for an explanation. Uh, did you see who it was? I did not, but we'll be seeing him leave the, leave the huddle here. And, you know, I don't really necessarily want to mention his name. No, 32. I'll tell you, I'll mention his name just because it's such a big deal. That's their best running back uh, that just left the game. Jackson yeah, just right the tackle. Yeah. With, with his... Uh, with his helmet in his hand, and he was the ball carrier on that deal. So something happened in that pile that the, the, the that was wrong, got the penalty, and got ejected from the game. He's he's over there on the sideline now. Their best running back, their only uh, real varsity ball carrier, uh, is ejected from this game. Interesting. And now at running back position here is going to be Ethan Valencia, who's had a few carries this year. Gomez is going to throw it, and he's going to lob it deep, and it's going to be incomplete. That was well covered on the outside there by Masters. I was talking to Seth Terman before the game, and as offensive coordinator, he said, you know, we have one running back. He said, we've got a JV guy that, that can play some, and that's, that's who's in the game right now, number 44, But uh, as, as you mentioned. But one of the reasons why he went to the one-back offense, which he isn't used to, is because of their lack of depth. So that could be, uh, that could be a big moment in this game, uh, taking away that weapon for Miller West. And again, it was late. He, he carried the football. He was tackled, and maybe in that pile did something, well, clearly inappropriate. He was ki- kicked out of the game. Valencia has a little bit of a, an opening here. He'll drive hard. He'll take the ball all the way out to the 40-yard line. That's a nice little gain on the play. They still got some uh, work to do here, does Millard West. That 15-yard penalty is going to make uh, getting a first down impossible because now it's fourth down. And uh, you see a little different running style from Valencia than we saw from Wright. A little bit more of a running back, eye back sort of a run. Kind of took that outside and kind of a slasher of sorts where Wright's kind of a hammer guy. But uh, uh, they had too much to gain on to, to get that uh, first down. Will Beck with the punt. Low line drive kick is going to be caught by Rodriguez. Rodriguez at the 32-yard line is going to be planted immediately. In fact, one of the... Uh, up backs here for Millard West had a duck, so the ball didn't hit him. It was not kick-catch interference, but, again, that's how close he was to it. And uh, I think uh, I think the, they need to talk to Trey there a little bit about preserving himself a little bit. Well, that bit. ball wasn't kicked very high either. No. I mentioned it before that both those both those guys are down there so fast, and maybe that's an indictment maybe on the, the guys blocking him there. They're just giving him a free run, but uh, you're exactly right. He always got hit in the back of the head, ducked down, and then made the tackle. I think Ray might talk to him after the game and say, son, you don't need to do that. <laughs> Ball spotted at the 32-yard line, first and 10 here for Carney High. But, again, they want to make a play, and Miller's going to roll out to his right, looking to throw, throws it on that right side, and it's going to be caught, sliding in there and making the catch. I think that was Miller. Yep. Cousin to cousin right there. Little rollout pass, two receiver pattern there. Stroh and Miller were out there. Is that Jackson Miller? That was the, the, the wide out making the catch. Yep, yep, number nine. Yep. Little cousin to cousin action right there. Second down and one. Sliding in, number nine gains nine on the play. So we'll set up here second and one. 
And again, they have not really tried to put together a lot of running game. And when you're down 28-6, you're kind of forced into it if you're Carney High. Here the quarterback will keep it. And it goes that right side. They don't wrap him up. He tries to bounce back out. He gained a little bit on the play. They're going to give him forward progress of maybe a half of what they need there. And it's going to set up now third and a half yard. Yeah, that was uh, second down and one, and he might have got a foot on that, uh, not from lack of effort. There just wasn't a whole lot of room in there, and he, good effort by Braden Miller to get what he could, but uh, he took about three different shots in there as he was trying to uh, get extra yardage. For now, big third down and one for the Bearcats. Looks like they're going I formation, two back. And we have a man under center. I repeat, a man under center. We haven't seen that a lot. Just a quick little handoff right up the middle, and just bowling through there is going to be Jeremiah Hageman. And number 40 will bring it across the uh, 44-yard line and will move the sticks. <laughs> you remember when every every school in the state ran I-formation yeah. quarterback under center? Yeah. yeah things, times they are changing there, Randy. You don't see it a whole lot anymore by literally anybody. College, in college either. That, that's right. The game has changed. Here we go again. And they'll go I-formation. This is exactly what you described. Where it's a throwback game. Miller will hand it off, and the ball is fumbled. It's in the pile, and I think Millard West comes up with it. Yep, they do. That was just ball a- was never secure in there, yep. and coming up with the ball is going to be Cole Anualo. I couldn't tell if that was uh, the quarterback issue or running back issue. Did you, did you see who the running back was on that play? Um, I, I couldn't tell, but it looked like a little bit of miscommunication. The ball never got there, and, uh, yeah, 39 was the running back. For Carney High in that play, it wasn't Mazner. It looked like Kavarik. Bryce Kavarik. Yep, absolutely. And again, just handoff wasn't really secured. So another turnover on Carney High. And Gomez will fake the handoff, roll to his right. Good pressure by Stroh. And he's able to uncork a good pass on target to Beanham. And Beanham makes the catch near the sideline, and that'll be enough for a first down. Boy, those two have a connection, don't they? Just a rollout pass, and Beanham runs a nice little out pattern there. Was given a little bit of cushion just because of his speed, but really nice tight pattern there right along the sideline. And uh, caught the ball, did a little toe touch, and uh, first down. Wildcats back in business here. Kind of that little bootleg, that little roll out there. Seth Stroh was trying to track down the quarterback, and I think if he doesn't, Unload that with that timing. It would have turned out very poorly for Mr. Gomez. As it is, it's first and ten here for the Wildcats. And they'll get the ball off to uh, their uh, other quarterback, Nate Glantz. And Glantz, who gets that forward pitch, that forward pass, is actually going to go backwards. Jet sweep, see who made the play there. Uh, Braden Miller, I think, is in the, was in the ball game of safety and decided to take a few things in his own hands. There was actually a fair number of bodies out there as well. Stroh got a piece of that as they really came in on that left side, and it's going to be a loss of about five on the play. Yep, second down, 14 here from 35. We're inside at two minutes by the time we snap this in the third quarter. Wildcats ahead of the Bearcats, 28-6. to six. Gomez running the auction. He's going to keep it himself, goes off tackle, and he'll get back uh, a little bit of what they lost there, and the tackle is led by Jackson Worley, yeah. Yep. Braden, Braden Rich was the safety there, and he came flying in the alley there. Looked like he had a clean shot, but might have dropped his head or closed his eyes a little bit, kind of whiffed, uh, but was in good position initially. Uh, but 
long third down situation for Millard West here from the 29-yard line, third and nine. Well, Worley's not looking comfortable out there. Like, maybe he's got a little shoulder stinger. Injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Game back in the game of life with a location near you. And Gomez is going to drop back. He's going to throw a high pass. And trying to come back to the ball is Millard West, and they can't quite make the adjustment. That was shown thrown well short of where everybody was, just hoping that turning the corner there, Harms Deeks was able to come up with a football. Well, you know, that was he, a strange looking pass. Well, he knew he had one on one coverage and he was getting chased and he just threw it up for grabs, kind of a one on one. Remember, they got that play down there on the other side where it was a one on one and the defender couldn't find the ball. That time the ball did not get to him and bounced just just slid at the turf before he made the catch. One of the officials. It was too short. Yeah, yeah. Well, yep, exactly. So now we have a fourth down and nine. They're going to go ahead and go for it here at out of field goal range. Gomez calls it out. Running back to his right. They fake the handoff there. And Gomez, again, a little high pass. A lot of contact. There's a flag down. Dual possession. It's caught for a touchdown. Pulling it down. Going up high for the ball there is going to be Harmsdeeks. Yeah. No, guess, guess who? Yeah, it's their it's it's their play, it's their player, right? Uh, they ran him on a little flag, ran a play action pass on fourth down and nine, ran a flag pattern, had it had an interference penalty, uh, also going to be waved off, obviously, and one on one play, he just made a play for a touchdown. So Harms, Dierks, was that who? Was? Yeah, it was fourteen. It was fourteen. All right. I was thinking it was our boy Dallas again. Yeah, he's a good receiver though. Good snap, good hold, good kick, and another five points bank touchdown here for Millard West, and they lead it now 35 to 6 with a minute three to go here in quarter number three. We'll take a quick timeout. Bearcats are trailing it now by 29. We're back right after this. Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPack with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPack increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPack is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPack and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. Well, I stand corrected. It was Dallas Beanham, 24, not 14, that did come up with the ball. So both guys on either one of my shoulders here uh, correcting me here. As it Dallas takes, Beanham it takes, comes it takes up a big man to admit when they make a mistake, Randy. Takes, and it takes a village to call a football game, apparently. <laughs> or, or two bush cutters. <laughs> and a, uh, a Monty Kratzenstein. There you go. Hey, they're going to kick off short here because of the penalty. They're kicking off in their own 40 or from Carney High 45-yard line, and he's easily yeah. put in the end zone. So Carney once again, have a long field starting from their 20-yard line. Well, you're right in that he only took about three strides, but again, <laughs> being on the other side of the 50-yard line didn't take a whole lot to get that one into the end zone, so that will be a touchback after the uh, pass interference. Again, score the touchdown, you still get to enforce the penalty then on the kickoff. I've always felt you should just, if you want to, you can put that on the conversion if you want to go for two. Oh. Correct. I think I believe that I believe that's right. I think you're absolutely right. Don't see it that often, especially when a one pointer is the appropriate call. But Gomez has had a nice day throwing the football. That kid's a nice athlete. Remember, he 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 hasn't played a full game yet until this one because they've been having the two quarterback system in place. So they get the touchdown, and now the handoff right up the middle and. 
Not a lot of room there for Carney High as they get the ball off here for Alex Kemp, and Kemp doesn't have anywhere to go, really. Yeah, and that outside that defensive end came in from the backside. They ran a little counter play, and he just followed the puller and put him right into the play. Lost of two yards on the play, second in two. This may be the final play of the quarter as Carney High is trailing it now 35-6. to six. Now with 35 seconds to go, they're still in the huddle, so if they stay inbounds... Or com- and complete the pass or what have you. This probably will be the final play as Miller will call it out. He's looking to throw the football. Now he's going to scramble. Now he looks to throw it again, throws it late, and it's going to be caught. Good throw in stride, and adjusting to come back to uh, get the football is going to be Miller, I think. No, that's 38. Will so Richter. that's Will Richter, yeah. You know, uh, Braden Miller did a nice job, had a little bit of pressure, and uh, defensive back peaked a little bit, thought Braden might scramble for a first down, and Richter just kept running. Nice pass by Braden Miller to find him down the sideline. Big gain for the Kearney Bearcats down to the uh, Millard West 49-yard line. Gain of 33 on the play, and again, they're going to have to hustle if they want to snap this before we end the third quarter. We're in the final two seconds. And they will get the ball off, and they'll pitch it almost immediately to Kemp. Kemp trying to get to the uh, corner on that right side, and he's going to end up gaining about three yards. We'll tell you exactly how much, because they're going to be moving the sticks here anyway as we head to the fourth quarter. Millard West with a 35-6 lead here in Kearney against the Bearcats. We'll be back with the fourth quarter right after this timeout. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Since 1902, Carrier has been inventing new ways to make people comfortable. And today, comfort can also mean efficiency. Because being more efficient with your home heating can mean spending less on it. And that's something everyone can get comfortable with. If you're ready for Carrier Comfort, now you can get cool cash rebates of up to $1,650 on a new system. Carrier, turn to the experts. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers and Kearney at 308-236-6437 or Holdridge at 308-995-4481. And welcome back here to our uh, broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. And again, the Bearcats are trailing in here 35-6. to six. A quick little handoff right up the middle. Gain of a couple here as we start the fourth quarter. And we're scanning the sideline looking for Miko Maisner. I think maybe in a uh, lopsided game they're just kind of protecting him from injury. Yeah, look, we, we're, we we can't find him on the sideline. Will Richter with a with a little kind of a little hitch pass out there to the second receiver. Uh, Going to put him in a third and five situation here from Millard West 44. So Miller will call it out here on third and a long four, and the pass going to be complete at about the 40 yard line. And finding a little seam in there is Alec uh, uh, Sandstedt. And he did a nice job not only catching that ball in traffic. That wasn't a big window. And then after he made the catch, he was able to turn those uh, shoulders upfield and get enough for the first down. Yep. I think that might be, those numbers are hard to read, but I think that might be Will Richter with his second catch, straight catch. I think the same pattern over to the right-hand side. He ran a little hitch there. So he's got the long pass on this drive, and he's also got those two little, little hitch passes. Miller here will have it now, first and ten. 
Three wide receivers to his left, looking that direction. A little bit of pressure coming. He'll scramble to his left, look to throw. Now he's going to look to run, and he'll be forced out of bounds as uh, he was pursued on that far side and really kind of forced to get what he could out of it by Ethan Valencia. Uh, Richter ran ran a motion there, and they ran a little bunch pattern. Uh, tried to run a little screen out of that bunch, but it was jumped early by that cat linebacker by Millard West, and uh, Braden was forced to scramble. Did a really nice job of getting around the corner, showed his, his speed, uh, picked up about six yards just on the impromptu scramble. We'll call this second and four. Miller again will have a running back to his right, and he'll follow that running back right up the middle, running between the tackles. They're trying to strip at the football, but he's able to take the ball inside the 25-yard line, and that should be more than enough for the first down. Simple as playing football. Snap the ball to the, to the quarterback and let him follow his line. Uh, did a nice job of a surge from that offensive line. We've been critical at times about them up front. That was a nice job by them getting a big push and a first down carry uh, for Braden Miller. And it's first down 10 from the 25-yard line. Looks like uh, Carney's moving a little bit here. Be nice to punch this one in. And I think Hageman was one of those guys from that running back position that uh, was able to help open the hole there for Miller. Miller, he'll keep it himself after faking the handoff to Hageman. And he'll be stood up after very little gain, gain of about one. That time they're trying to get everybody to the outside and then come in underneath instead of being more of a power uh, play there when you follow that running back. That's Yeah, that's that outside little option play where they do that underhand toss, toss, and he's faked that several times and took it on in, and those Millard West is starting to really want to take away that outside uh, when they see that action and that outside option sort of action. They take that away, so he had to duck inside, so gain of one on the play. And right now, you're, you're playing for pride as much as anything. You're not necessarily thinking about the win here. You're just trying to think about winning the drive. Miller, pressure coming, is able to throw it just as he's being hit. And the catch made in stride in the end zone. Great delivery there as he's being hit to Kale Masters. And Masters catches it about five yards deep in the end zone for a 24-yard touchdown. Boy, that was a nice play of staying in there. The, the defensive lineman, number 90 from Millard West, was breathing down his neck. He stuck in there, got... Got the ball off right before he was hit. I didn't see what happened to the defensive back there, but uh, Masters was all alone in the end zone. Nice play, nice pitch and catch for a long touchdown for the Bearcats. And that's great to see from your quarterback to be willing to sacrifice himself, be hit like that for the five points baked touchdown. And the kick is good here by Gabe Hines. That will make it now 35 to 13 with four, excuse me, 941 to go here in the fourth quarter. Bearcats. Cut into the lead, and they'll kick it off when we return to Foster Field right after this. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday, and he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308 234 Welcome back. 9.41 to go here in the uh, fourth quarter. and Well, pretty good uh, offensive possession there by Carney High. They kept moving the chains. And we'll remind you, our chain gang is brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. The Carney Towing and Repair will move the chains for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. No matter where you are, they'll get you home. Carney Towing and Repair. 
you got to give you got to give Carney High a lot of credit on that drive. Backup running backs. Mazner was not in the ball game. He is on the kickoff team, so it's not because of injury. But backup running backs, uh, some good passes to the Richter kid, and a nice drive by Carney High. Yeah, fourth quarter drive. And good work here by Gabe Hines, who will kick this ball about eight yards deep in the end zone for the touchback. And so the Wildcats will have it now first and 10 from the 20, and we'll see what they decide to do here offensively, up by 22 with 9.41 to go here in the football game. It's always hard to kind of tell when you should take your foot off the gas. You know, um, you're you're right, because, you know, I don't know if they necessarily would love to chuck the ball around here, stop the clock. You know, you're up by... Up pretty big, but at the same time, you want to run your offense. You'd like to uh, keep your running game going, but of course, your best running back got, got ejected from the game in the third quarter. So uh, we'll see what they do on offense. Gomez is in at quarterback. I think there's our answer right there. He's going to keep it himself, and he's going to be enveloped by a whole pack full of uh, Bearcats. Yep, little quarterback follow there. He stuck the, bell, the ball in the belly of his running back and then just followed him up. Uh, good, good play by the interior of the line there. Jackson uh, Worley led the way. Absolutely. And a nice job uh, up, up front there, holding that to a one-yard gain and second down nine from the 21-yard line. So, again, if you're Millard West, you probably just want to be patient here, take as much time off that clock as you can. And, but they've been having success throwing the football, haven't been that successful running it. And as you said, their best running back uh, doesn't play till next week. In fact, I think he has to sit all half of the game. They'll get the ball off on that right side. A little stiff arm there by Valencia, and Valencia is able to bounce out. He's got a pretty good. Yeah. Gear. He's got a pretty good gear there. He had a little bit of a I talk, called him a slasher earlier. He kind of took that angle and got to the outside. Guy nice, gains ten. Nice first down run there. It seems like we uh, Carney High lost a little bit of the outside containment there. Probably just well blocked and uh, first down for Millard West. And that stiff arm created a little bit of space for Valencia. Absolutely. Looks like over there on that uh, defensive left-hand side there, uh, Owen Lytle in the game there on the outside. They, they really attacked him with a lead blocker, and also uh, he, he might have been the recipient of that stiff arm. Yeah, he, they threw a lot of bodies his way. Gomez calling out the signal. We have stoppage, and we've got a timeout here for Millard West. Coach Peterson calls the timeout. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. 8.51 to go. Fourth quarter, Millard West 35, Carney High 13. We're back to Foster Field after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. A reminder for you that the internet streaming of all of our high school games on the Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance and Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Here we've got it first and 10 for Millard West after the timeout. Gomez, quick little throw out here to the left side, out to the other quarterback, making the catch there is Glanz, and Glanz will uh, make a little gain here, but that uh, I think might be coming back. I got a flag right there where they threw the football, and it wasn't to 18, it was to 15. Yeah. Sullivan made the catch. I think we might have a little bit of uh, hands to the back, illegal, illegal hands out there. They tried to run that little little screen block with the wide receiver. He didn't quite have the, 
the angle in front of him and uh, couldn't couldn't take care of that. So uh, they're going to be backed up a little bit here on the penalty. Well, the uh, homecoming festivities for Carney uh, Catholic will start a little earlier than expected today because they've got a running clock. They're trailing. Carney High is trailing Sutton, who's number four in Class C2. But they're trailing. Uh, Carney Catholic is 36 to nothing in the fourth quarter. So they got a running clock on the other side of town. Gomez is in the pistol here. And he'll get the snap. And they'll hand the ball up right up the middle to Valencia. And Valencia will get back much of that penalty, not all the yards that they would have had if they hadn't got it. And it's going to be now third and about two. Now we're. I mean, sorry, third, it's going to be second and 12. How I come up with third and two, I have no idea. That uh, eight minutes left in the game, I think Millard West, as you mentioned, is kind of going into what they call the four-minute offense here a little bit, where they're going to try to, to eat a little bit of clock. And not they aren't going to throw, try to throw the ball sometime, but they don't feel bad about uh, running a few plays here. Gomez with the snap. He's got a quick three-step drop. He's able to make the uh, pass completion out here to Oderman, and Oderman will bring it out to about the 40-yard line, and he'll be uh, brought down there by uh, the Bearcats' uh, Will Richter. That was a nice play by the quarterback. You know, Jeremiah Hageman came from his linebacker position. He's come in on that dog blitz several different times, and that time, again, he had a free shot. Gomez stayed in there and then made that delivery to his wide receiver right on time, took a shot and uh, now gave him into a very manageable third down and two situation after it was second long. And again, with this situation, you're glad he stayed in bounds if you're Millard West because that keeps that clock moving here. We're inside of seven and a half minutes to go. Line will shift for the Bearcats. Hand off to Valencia. Valencia trying to lean that ball forward, and he is not going to even get back a line of scrimmage. Jeremiah Hageman, one of the first ones there for the Bearcats. Pretty active linebacker. Doing a nice job tonight, Jeremiah is. And that play was made by the stem. Or the, the stem is basically when right before the snap, defensive line all shifts down one man. And that movement, that late move by the defensive line, kind of confused Millard West, gave the linebacker an opportunity. Hagman came in and made a nice one-on-one tackle. And we had not seen Mazner out there a lot, but he was in on that defensive uh, play there as well. So he's back into the game. Oh, the punt is blocked. It's blocked, and it's bouncing around. Going for the football here is going to be Kingsley. Kingsley picks it up, takes it in the end zone, and the Bearcats with a blocked punt return for a touchdown. Well, there's a little change change of things here. You talk about the uh, special teams, and uh, they went for it. Had about three or four guys. I didn't see who got his hands on the football there, but but uh, Hunter took was pretty casual with it. And uh, Carney High with a big blocked ball ball. Went all the way back to about the two-yard line. Kingsley seems like picked up the ball in the end zone. Is that right? Yep. Uh, and if Warner didn't get the block, he was next to the guy that did. Yep. They had they had a, several guys in there that probably could have blocked that football. So Gabe Hines with the extra point kick. It is up in the air. It is through the uprights. And the Bearcats block the punt, get the touchdown, and cut the lead to 35-20 with 6.39 to go here in the fourth quarter. Wow. Starting to get a little bit more interesting. (laughs) We'll see whether or not they decide to try the onside kick when we return to Foster Field right after this. 
South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you well chris kingsley by the time he picked up the ball was only at about the five yard line after the block punt and the hands team is coming out here from millard west and the way carney high is lining up this is going to be the onside kick suddenly with that block punt it is a two score game you know brandon cools talked to his kickoff team uh, with a little bit of energy and vigor right there i wouldn't be surprised but you know you kick this ball over the heads that first two line, the hands team is in. There is nobody. There's one guy at the 30-yard line. You kick the ball deep, you might be able to recover it. Gabe Hines with that little pooch trying to find that open area and then catching it over his shoulder is going to be Beanham. And Dallas Beanham, there's a flag thrown, will get what he can. Usually you say in that situation, you pick it up, you face those guys, and you just fall down because you don't have any lead blockers, and you can still turn the ball over. The ball is at the 32-yard line where Beanham uh, was able to return it, but there's flags all over the place. You know, I mentioned that the returner was at the 30-yard line. Probably what Gabe wanted to do was to kick that ball just a little bit further so he couldn't just get to it, uh, kind of fa- try to find an opening to try to get his bullet guy down there. But uh, unfortunately for Carney, Millard West had a returner that got himself over there. But there was a the personal foul here on Carney High. And, and beating him with the, just such good hams. He's, just, he's, out of, he's got a nose for the football, too, both offensively and defensively. He has the uh, – they're going to kick it again. Interesting. Is that accurate? Well, the, the signal was a personal foul. There will be a re-kick. Personal foul is what he said on yeah. the Bearcats. Well, that's but, then what he said, but then he said declined. There might be a miscommunication here somewhere, but there's no doubt they are going to try to kick it again. So I don't know. Maybe he meant maybe he meant there was a penalty on Millard West, and Carney wants to kick it again because he went onside it. Is right, what I'm guessing. Right. It was the illegal block in the back. It wasn't a personal foul. Okay, so they're going to they're going to make him kick it. They're going to kick it again so they can try to get this onside going again. Hines will tee it up on the hash on the left side. Give him a little bit more room. I think we might be now trying a more traditional onside kick where we're trying to get the big bounce. At least that's what I would assume with it being lined up on the hash. Hines will come into it, try that onside kick again, and that is again going to be a pooch. And that one again cost by Beanham. Beanham at the uh, 20-yard line, puts his head down, and will bring it out about the 32-yard line, and he'll be brought down there by Alex Kemp. Well, if you're going to try to kick the ball over the head of somebody, you probably don't want to do it. Or <laughs> Not that guy. Because he looked like a center fielder there going back, catching it over his shoulder, and then returning it. So that ball wasn't going to hit the ground when your Millard West best athlete is the closest guy to the football. I am so old, I am picturing Dave Casper catching the ball over his shoulder against the Colts in the playoff game in 77. That is how old I am. Wow. That's from, what from, that was from a, Kenny Stabler? Yeah. And Mark Van Egan yeah. in fullback? Just very Gene, specifically Gene, that Gene, game. Gene Upshaw, Upshaw? Yeah, I'm yeah. old, too. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Not saying anything to you, Monty. I'm not, <laughs> not throwing you under the bus. They fake the handoff. Gomez is going to just get right through the middle, kind of dance around, then puts his head down. He eventually is uh, going to be brought down after a nice gain there by uh, Josh Warner. 
And again, that'll be a gain of about seven yards on the play. And again, you got a you got a quarterback that's running right between the two tackles. Well, we gave credit to the the Carney offensive line on their quarterback follow play earlier, and that's credit to Millard West. Big surge. Uh, they just got uh, Carney high on their ta- on their their heels. And a big eight-yard run right in the middle from the quarterback, second down and two from the 38-yard line. And, again, you talk about the four-minute offense. That's what Miller West is trying to do here, run off some minutes as they hand the ball off to Valencia. Warner, again, will uh, stand him up. Also in on the tackle for the Bearcats is going to be uh, Jeremiah Hageman. And they're trying to strip at that football as well before they bring him down. There'll be a slight gain on the play here for Valencia, and it's going to be third and about a yard and a half. Third and one here, so so we're going to get a chance – Looks like Carney's going to get a chance to get the ball back. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they go ahead and bring those linebackers. Hagman has come through on, a, on that dog blitz several different times. We'll see if what they do and they bring him or not. Millard West really tightening their gaps between the linemen, and the quarterback's going to go under center. Gomez will bring it across, and that looks like enough by the naked eye here. Yeah, you could, you, you could tell of him going under center. We talked about that before. So rare it was pretty obvious right away on a quick count that he was going to go ahead and quarterback uh, – we, used to, we didn't call that a quarterback sneak when Coach Osborne was there. We call it a quarterback smash. Isn't that funny? How, it's how, a lot how, just, more fun. Just, just, just to say, Jerry Godowski, my buddy, always used to like to call that. He didn't call it sneak. It was a quarterback smash. I used to roll my eyes. The uh, chain gang moving the chains, just like Carney Towing Repair will do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road, no matter where. They'll get you home. Gain of a good yard and a half. Gomez now is going to drop back and throw. He'll air it out. And oh. falling down on his back. Uh, it will go off the one and the seven that belongs there to Garrett Kennedy, and he can't make the catch. But he was he was flat on his back when it hit him right where you wanted it to be, right on the numbers. Again, that ain't an easy catch though. The ball was the ball was underthrown, and, K- and Kale Masters there on the on the coverage, and he didn't adjust to the ball. The Millard West receiver did, but as he fell down, like you said, he kind of. And, you know, he was on the ground when the ball hit him, hit him right in the chest. But the incomplete pass brings up second down 10. And probably more importantly for Carney, stops the clock. With 4.48 to go. And Gomez now is going to roll out to his right. Again, he's looking to throw. Pressure coming. He'll throw off that back foot and he'll find a man. Finding a That's nice little guy. seam there is Beanham. And Beanham will go all the way down that sideline, down to inside the 15-yard line. We'll see exactly where they spot him. I think they're going to put him right at the 15. He did a nice job of adjusting, coming back for the football at the last moment, and it'll be first and 10 from the 15. Well, Trey Rodriguez in the coverage out there, and it looked like he got caught peeking a little bit on that rollout pass. He looked into the backfield, and all of a sudden, Bina made adjustment on the ball and uh, made a nice catch, and that guy has made plays all night long for Millard West. Ravenna with a 52-22 lead against Shelton there in the fourth quarter, and... Uh, other scores for you, as we mentioned, Carney Catholic. It's a final now, 36 to nothing. the final there. Central City now leads Grand Island Central Catholic 38-17. to 17. Here, first and 10. I thought we had two guys moving, but no flag. Hand off to Valencia, and Valencia is going to be brought down for a loss. Just knifing through there immediately was Jackson Worley. We've called his name a lot. Yeah, he's had a nice game. You know, someone who we haven't talked to talk about very much is Grant Kowalski, who was a, a, a key defensive player for them last year. You know, now he's a little bit undersized because of personnel. He's had to move inside instead of being defensive end. He's a little bit undersized, but he's in there battling every single play. Less than four minutes to go here in the, the football game. After the block punt, Carney cut the lead down to 15. It's still 35 to 20, but Millard West driving here as they've got the ball at the 16-yard line. They complete the pass down to the 10 as they're able to connect with Oderman as he just turns the corner and is immediately planted by Kale Masters. 
Just a little pitch and catch over there. It looks like with that clock continues to run now, it's uh, this drive has been pretty pretty well run for Millard West, combination of passes and, and runs. They've gotten two and a half minutes off the clock already, and uh, third and five. If I'm then, I'm I'm running the ball to the right. If you get five yards in the first down, great. If not, you kick the uh, field goal and you're up by three scores. They're going to pass and they're going to throw it in the end zone and they've got a little seam and it's going to be caught by Beanham with the catch. Another touchdown. Boy, I'll tell you what. Him and Gomez have a connection, don't they? Again, roll to the right, that little combination pattern, ran a little horn route. We saw that very first play of the football game over on the other side to the to the left side, uh, their first offensive play, and uh, you know who they're going to go to on uh, on a big play, beating him with another touchdown. And you could see him being thrown open by that pass by Gomez. Absolutely, He was covered pretty well, but they were able to throw it in that open area. The extra point is a low line drive kick that is good. And everything rolling Millard West way as they lead here at Kearney High by a score of 42-20 to 20 with 2.54 to go in the fourth quarter. Another five points bank touchdown by uh, a pretty good wide receiver by the name of Dallas Beanham. We'll take a quick break. Back with the kickoff right after this. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Well, a 42-20 to 20 lead right now here. Another five-point spank touchdown for uh, Dallas Beanham, who's got uh, well over 100 yards, probably has about 125, 130, somewhere in that area. And that one probably seals the deal here. Kickoff going to be picked up at the five-yard line by Rodriguez. Rodriguez goes right up the middle. It takes it down to the uh, hash marks and will be brought down at about the 26-yard line. Leading the tackle there on special teams is going to be Sean Flanagan. A nice Irish name for the the Wildcats here. In the final three minutes, I think we might see some personnel changes. That usually starts with the team ahead. You know, we... uh we got to give some credit to the Carney Bearcats. You know, they were pretty much dead in the water at, at halftime. It's and they they fought the second half has been a it got down to a two score game. I got to give tick my hat off to them. Got to the point where trying an onside kick made sense, oh. and the pass is going to go through the hands of Stroh. It is now in the hands of Gabe Anderson. So that will be another interception here for Miller. That one you can't really pin on the quarterback, oh. and that wasn't an easy catch here for Seth Stroh either. Yeah, it's just gonna, you had to try to make something happen. Well, you forced he, it in there. He's going to make that catch. He'd be the first to admit he's going to make that catch about nine out of ten times. Yep. You know, put the ball uh, pretty much on the money on that skinny post and went through his hands. And that uh, good play by a defensive back on the tip drill there. So now it looks like it's probably going to be pretty academic as far as running the, running the clock out. Uh, 22 point ball game with 243 left. Millard West on offense at the Carney High 45. And Carney High is making some substitutions after they get their first team offense defense out there and now they're subbing those guys out and I think uh, Millard West is seeing that as well. And uh, we've got a timeout. I think Millard West is calling a timeout to make sure that they get uh, the right personnel out there because this won't be the first team that steps out here for Millard West. Nope. Another timeout 
Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. I'm sure we'll have a new quarterback and, well, pretty much a new offense for Millard West, who lead it 42-20 to 20 here in Kearney. Uh, 2.43 to go here, fourth quarter. We're back after this. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Well, Sam Engberg and Bryce King and Will Richter into the defense here for Millard West. They've got to change at quarterback, and they'll just go right up the middle with uh, the quarterback. And I is that 48? <laughs> Jacob Jones, yeah. It looks like a 48. When's the yeah. last time you saw a quarterback I, 48? It has been a while. Well, any number between um, below 50 can play quarterback. So 48 is our quarterback, and Jacob Jones, a sophomore, is listed as one of their quarterbacks. Yep, a little bit of quarterback fall right there. Just stuck the ball in the belly and, and, and followed for about three-yard gain. So, clock's continuing to run here. More guys coming in and out. Looked like 51 uh, coming in the defensive line. Adam Whitaker yep. is coming in for Carney. Kind of a few guys shuffling in and out. So, again, at quarterback here is uh, going to be Jones. And Jones will just hand the ball off to the running back right up the middle. Not much room there to run because Gabe Gilsdorf leads the tackle here for Carney High. I think carrying the football there was Warner Rangel. Oh, he was a lead blocker on that. I actually didn't see who Peter. ran the football. Yeah, it was Valencia. Yep, Peter Kreitzer's in there. Alex Camp just ran into a linebacker position. Going to get some guys a little bit of time. Nice, nice to see that. So Valencia will be the running back here. And they'll just hand the ball to him. And he's got, well, actually, they changed Valencia out. That's Noah Senden. And Senden gets sent back about a yard. Connor Clevenger just ran in in the defensive backfield a little bit. As you mentioned, Gabe Gilsdorf's been in on a couple tackles already from that linebacker position. Yeah, Whitaker got a big piece of that tackle as well. Also from his uh, linebacker spot coming up there was Gilsdorf. Yep, fourth down and three here. It looks like they're going to, Miller West going to go ahead and run a play. Uh, nine left, actually eight left on the play clock. They're having to hustle. And 50 seconds left to go in the game. And they'll take the ball out of the belly. Quarterback's going to keep it. It'll be uh, brought down. After a uh, short gain here by uh, Robert Perkins. So Perkins makes the tackle here on Jones, but it is enough for the first down as the ball we spotted at the, about the 31-yard line. They'll stop the clock to move the change with 38 seconds to go. Now they wind it, and uh, more than likely one more play here for Millard West, who's going to improve their record now to 5-1 and one on the season. Bearcats are going to fall to 4-2. and two. Their task next week at Lincoln Southwest won't be very easy either. They spread three guys wide right and they hand off and nowhere to go there at all for the running back. Diagnosing that and making the tackle immediately was Alex Kemp. Kemp will make a a tackle for loss on the last play of the game and your final score, it's Millard West 42, Carney High 20 
As, again, uh, too many turnovers here for the Bearcats. If they play a clean game, still would have been a tough task because this Miller West football team, pretty big and pretty strong up front. Yep, I would guess probably the best team won tonight. We'll come back and analyze this a little bit. What do you think? Yep, we'll... uh, We'll, we'll rake it over the coals here a little bit, and we'll step <laughs> away for just a few moments, total ups and numbers. We'll get you caught up on some scores as well, and we'll return with the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up. Millard West with a 42-20 win here at Foster Field. We'll step away for a moment, give you our postgame show. We come back right after this. Buzz's Marine of Carney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzz's at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. And welcome back here. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Millard West with a 42-20 win over Kearney High. And again, I think we had five turnovers for the Bearcats. Um, that was probably the biggest issue here tonight, besides the fact that... Uh, you played a pretty good football team in Millard West, and Millard West was was able to keep their quarterback clean and a huge night tonight by Beanham catching the football from Gonzalez. You know, I was so impressed with with uh, Millard West and their ability to come out right away and, uh, and, and ball hawk the football. You know, they had three interceptions or three turnovers, one fumble recovery and, and a couple of interceptions in the first quarter, and that just was, was the main difference because not only are you giving them the ball in a short field position, but then they took advantage of it with some – a couple of chunk plays scored on their first offensive play of the game on a on a pass and and you know uh, once you're giving up that much field position that much turnovers to a really good football team you really don't give yourself much of a chance to win now as we talked about the Carney High has to has has to feel pretty good about the way they were resilient and they just kept at it you know they didn't give up uh, they were beat by a better football team so there's some things you can build on you can you can work on throughout the next uh, next few weeks because you know as you mentioned earlier they aren't dead in the playoff race certainly but uh, you know they're disappointed their competitors are disappointed but I think the best team won tonight yeah and that block punt made it a 15 point ball game at a time when it made sense to do an onside kick now again didn't get the onside kick but you change that fact it really would have been kind of a, a thrilling stre- end down the stretch made things a whole lot more interesting. Let's give you our scoring wrap-up, brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. It, uh, following a turnover, uh, short field for Millard West, and Tristan Gomez connected with uh, Caden Oberman for a 28-yard touchdown. That made it 7 to nothing. a minute 22 into the football game. And then 
a couple of possessions later, uh, Dallas Beanham with the uh, pick six from 28 yards away, a 14-yard interception return that made it 14 to nothing. Millard West with 4.17 to go in quarter number one. Before the quarter ended, the uh, good work by Tristan Gomez this time running the football 20 yards out. That made it 21 to nothing, and that was only at the end of the first quarter. The next score goes to Carney High, uh, quarterback keeper, as Miller was able to get in from 10 yards out. A pretty impressive run there by Braden as he gets in as the, the line was able to push him all the way across the goal line. That made it 21-6 to with 3.49 to go before halftime. Bearcats build that momentum, but they answered right back. This time, Jackson Wright with a three-yard touchdown run. That made it 28-6, to uh, and that was our score at intermission. Then in the third quarter, first score late in the quarter goes to Millard West. Gomez connects with Beanham this time on a beautiful 29-yard touchdown pass. That made it 35-6. to And then in the fourth quarter, Carney High with back-to-back touchdowns. Uh, Miller was able to connect with uh, Masters on a 24-yard touchdown pass. That made it 35-13. to And then the block punt. That was recovered by Chris Kingsley and returned for the touchdown. That made it uh, a count at that point of uh, 35 to 20. They tried the onside kick, don't get it. And then, uh, again, Dallas Beeman caught the pass from Gomez, this time from 11 yards out with 2.56 to go in the football game. And that is your final score, 42 to 20. The Wildcats picking up the win here over the Bearcats. Again, our scoring wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney, and again, uh, the, the Cats, too many turnovers in the game against a very good football team, and we're still totaling up all the numbers. You know, um, I, I, I can't, I can't, I, I've watched Millard West play for a lot, a lot of times, and, you know, they do look different than they have looked before. I talked to the coaching staff before, and I know Brandon Cool at Kearney High knew this too, that they had, they, they had liked to have chunk plays, and that being him kid, the Gomez being him, connection tonight was just a little bit too much from that standpoint and you know defensively they they they're real solid they aren't out of position but i'll say this again after that debacle of a first half nightmarish first quarter yeah that uh the the carney high had you know carney had stuck high stuck with them pretty good in fact just lost one point from that point on they were down 21 to nothing early on and, and kept battling you know i don't think braden miller you know the big three braden miller uh, has to play well for Carney High to win, and he showed some some real heart, some guts, and made some good plays after a very poor first quarter. Um, you know, Miko Mazner never really got untracked, and again, I, I give some credit to Millard West and their game plan of just not allowing him to get outside. Mm-hmm. Of course, he had a couple good plays, but didn't allow him to get outside. And then, of course, Seth Stroh. There's no doubt when the kid gets into a passing situation, who Braden wants to throw the ball to, Seth Stroh. Uh, made made a real nice diving catch on a third down and 17 play. But other than that, pretty much uh, was taken care of by the Millard West defense. So um, there, there was enough good plays in there that I really think that when they put on this film, Carney High is going to like some things. Now, yeah, there's, there's stuff they can build on. The, 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 the next thing is evaluate and see what they need to do better and to eliminate those mistakes because you can't beat the Millard West, the Lincoln Southwest, and, and, and the next two games, Lincoln Southwest and Lincoln High, making mistakes and turn the ball over like they did. But they'll get that if they get that cleaned up, they're they're right in the mix. Absolutely. We'll take a quick break here. As again, I uh, want to thank you for joining us for the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Post Game Show. We'll give you our final numbers and our final words when we come back after this. 
Gary Michaels has beautiful new fall clothing for men and ladies arriving daily. Ladies, purchase a regular price item and get the second 30% off. New Brighton items reduced to half price. Men, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant combo at regular price and receive a shirt and tie free. A $105 value. Just in, new Johnston and Murphy shoes. All footwear now 10% off. Also, book your wedding now at either Hastings or Carney location and receive 10% off the entire wedding party. Fall savings going on now at Gary Michaels. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Welcome back to our New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show. Again, Millard West comes to Kearney and hands the Bearcats their second defeat of the season, a score here of 42-20. to 20. Tristan Gomes throwing the football here for Millard West. Pretty good night tonight, pretty good completion percentage. He's 15-20 of 20 for three touchdowns, 235 yards. Dan Sullivan had one catch for five yards. Garrett Kennedy had that long 49-yard uh, reception. Caden Oderman had the touchdown reception uh, and finished with five catches for 53 yards. But unquestionably, the uh, favorite target tonight for Mr. Gomez was uh, Dallas Beanham. Beanham caught uh, seven balls for 127 yards and two touchdowns. And uh, he looks like a pretty good wide receiver. Meanwhile, Millard West on the ground. Gomez carried the ball uh, 37 uh, excuse me, carried the ball six times for 37 yards, had a touchdown. Jackson Wright, who did get ejected from the game, uh, carried the ball eight times for 12 yards, had a touchdown, but also fumbled the ball twice. And Ethan Valencia finished the, the night for him. He finished with uh, 16 yards rushing on 10 carries. Nate Glanz had one carry for three yards. Uh, also uh, carrying the ball was Jacob Jones at quarterback. It's fun to say quarterback when you were number 48 he carried the ball two times for 11 yards and also late in the game running the ball a couple of times was uh was noah Senden and Senden uh finished with a, a negative two yards on those two carries so uh unofficially uh 109 yards rushing here for Millard West and put that together with 235 yards passing so you end up with uh, 344 yards of uh, offense here for Millard West. And if you told me that year in and year out, I probably would say they did most of the damage on the ground, but they did most of the uh, damage in the air. And much of that uh, was from uh, Gomez to uh, Dallas Beanham. You know, they, uh, Millard West, what they did do to Carney, and, and it wasn't really a surprise, but what they do is they run a lot of spread and they run a lot of three receivers, a lot of four receivers. Um, 
and and then from that situation, it takes away some of the double teams. And they had some good athletes, and they had a quarterback that could throw it. And they put you in a little bit of a precarious position defensively uh, to to try to defend that. And then you know the other thing they did really well is they ran that quarterback run game. You know, out of the two tight ends and also the three and the four receiver sets, uh, they ran some of the traditional option. They ran some of the speed option. They ran some of the zone read. And uh, you know, pretty tough team to defend. Now, um, you know, from Carney High's standpoint, uh, what they were trying to do and what they had some success doing was running the quarterback run game, run a little bit of option. They really struggled to run your traditional inside the tackle mm-hmm. run game from the running backs. Uh, you know, Braden Miller was really called upon to do that. But you know, they can they have a good they had a good and they have a good offensive game plan for what they have. The problem is uh, probably playing just a little bit better team tonight. Yep, and. Uh, it- Let's take a look at the numbers here now for uh, Carney High. Uh, Braden Miller throwing the football was 12 of 25 for 128 yards. And unfortunately, he did have four interceptions on the night. Kale Masters uh, had three catches for 34 yards. Miko Maisner had two catches for 11 yards. Jackson Miller, one catch for nine yards. Will Richter had three catches for 40 yards. And Seth Stroh, three catches for 39 yards. Again, Miller in the air, 12 of 25, 128 yards. And those four interceptions. Uh, on the ground, Miko Maisner carried the ball 10 times for 35 yards. Braden Miller carried the ball 15 times for 63 yards. Alex Kemp had three carries for four yards. Bryce Kavorik had one carry uh, and uh, fumbled the football. And uh, one carry on the night here for uh, Jeremiah Hageman. Hageman had three yards. So 106 yards rushing for Carney High, only 20 of those in the second half. So 106 yards rushing to go with 128 yards passing. So 234 yards compared to nearly 350 here for uh, uh, for the uh, Wildcats from Millard West. Both teams with a defensive touchdown, if you will, block punt for Carney High, turned into a, a uh, recovery uh, for the touchdown. Then you had the pick six here for uh, Millard West, and Millard West wins this one by a final of uh, 42 to 20. And as you mentioned, uh, Monty, this is just a game that you, you have to learn from because you've got two big games coming up in the next two weeks, traveling uh, to Lincoln to take on Southwest. Uh, next week, and uh, then uh, also traveling to Lincoln to take on the Lynx the week after that. You know, and 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 thing is, the Southwest is a good football team, but it you know probably evenly matched as far as athletes yeah. are concerned with Carney High. You know, and and so I think what the what you know Brandon will do and his uh, his offensive staff will do is how we can continue to get balance, and they do they do have balance. They had about a hundred plus yards from each uh, running and throwing the ball, but how to get some balance, but also to how to probably get some other people a little bit more involved in the offense other than what I call the big three, those three guys. Because if you're scouting them and you're coaching against them, um, you know they're kind of limited what they can do offensively uh, against teams. They got away with it the last four weeks because, they were, frankly, they were playing yeah. teams that weren't very good. But when you play the Millard Wests and the, the Southwests of the world and teams that are that are good coaching staffs, and, and you, you better have some wrinkles and some things that you can do. Now, you mentioned it several different times. Uh, you can come up with some great game plans and X and O's, but you got to be able to block guys up front. Millard West's ability to get past pressure and stop the run with their front four was big. Uh, Carney kind of had to bring some pressure from their linebackers to stop 
uh, Millard West, which left their defensive backs in kind of precarious positions from a one-on-one standpoint. So mm-hmm. a lot of it starts up front. It's a cliche, but it really does happen that way. So that was that's something that uh, Carney High will continue to get better at. Yeah, you really really saw it tonight, Monty. Appreciate the time. Thanks for coming with. Thank you for asking. All right, good to see you as always, Monty. Monty Kranzenstein, our uh, color guy. I'm Randy Bushcutter for our chief statistician, Grant Bushcutter, and our engineer Stacy Johns back in the studio. Thanks so much for joining us here tonight. Once again, your final score: it was uh, Millard West with a 42 to 20 win over the Carney High Bearcats. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. Ball is on the tee. The whistle is blown. It's football season in Nebraska. Caught it at the 40 and gets to the 42-yard line, and he was blanketed in coverage. Ball is going to be tipped, and it's going to be intercepted here at the 24-yard line. He just made the play of the season for himself and the team. Puts out a stiff arm, makes a miss at the 40. He's crossed the first down marker. He's to the 20. He's to the 10, and he's into the end zone. Get it all at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit PlatteRiverPreps.com. That LeBron James being in L.A. Speaking of numbers, you're wearing number six. Is there a particular reason why you're wearing that? I've worn six in practice for a long time.